Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Clockwork Cantina, episode 90. I am one of your hosts, Josh902, and this is the co-host of this awesome show. I'm DT3, and damn, we're at 90 episodes, dude. That's crazy. Yeah, man, it's nuts, right? Soon, soon enough, we'll be in the, the, the triple digits, man. Dang. Fuck, we've been doing this a while. It's so funny, like, it's just like... Yeah. It doesn't seem that long ago, but it really was like a little bit ago that we decided to do this. And now here we are. Um, but yeah, episode are. 90. Holy crap, that's crazy. Um, Very much so. Um, and, and it's still funny to me that every time we start the show, it's like I go through the exact same checklist. So it's like episode one. It's like, okay, make sure the microphones are unmuted. Okay, make sure we're recording, which we are. Uh, make sure we can be seen. We are seen. You know, like, it's going through, like, all this stuff that's, like... Like, I know I did it, but I still run down the list, because I know if I don't go down the list, I'll eventually forget something. Um, yeah. But, yeah, hope you guys are doing good out there today. Uh, sorry for a little bit of a late start. I was I try I try to get food before we do the podcast. That way I'm like good throughout the show. Uh, and then uh, today it was like, welcome to traffic and everything being slow today. So we're a little late. That's my fault. Um, uh, but it's cool. Um, I I got some I got some Burger King, not sponsored or anything, but you know, the they, King. they they could they could sponsor us. Um, yeah, I mean, yeah, why not? I'll take a, I'll take some whoppers. Uh, you listening, Burger King. Hook us up. Hook, a, hook us up. Anywho, uh, today's the uh, first half of the show will be the usual news, what we've been up to. Second half of the show, we'll be talking about Star Wars Visions, uh, which which we watched. Title of this uh, episode. Very excited to uh, talk about that. There's some pretty cool things in that that I can't wait to get to for sure. Yes, sir. Um, but yeah, let's let's hop into it. Um, I actually have not done very much this past week. I'll be honest with you. Like, like the two good. big I mean, things. I, yeah, I haven't really either. So it's all good. Yeah. Like, the two biggest things for me was, like, I played a little bit more Pathfinder, which I love, but I'm like, I've played Kingmaker, and I've played Wrath of the Righteous, and it's like, okay, I'm getting a little tired of this. Not that I don't love the game or anything, it's just, like, I've played a lot of it. You've been playing that for hours, yeah, like, a yeah. very long time, yeah. I think at this point, I'm like, if you, between the two games, I'm over 200 hours of, like, just CRPG. Over, I guess a month now. Uh, that's not. That's a lot of. That's a lot of gaming. And the other thing I played, I, I've only played like two hours of it. Is Medieval Dynasty. I, I came out of early access and I was messing around with it until I got killed and kind of got salty and was like, I'm not messing with this at the moment and stopped playing last night. So I'm gonna get back into that. So those those are my two things. Um. Daniel, what are what have you been up to this past week, my friend? Um, I have uh been playing 
a lot of NBA 2K, a lot of Destiny 2. Um, played a little bit of Phasmo. Uh, Steam was down like for a day, or you know, it wasn't down, but it was like having it, it was bugging out for like everybody. And then that one, yeah, you know, during that, I played a little bit of Predator Hunting Grounds because of that over on the EGS. Um, I, I, I started Pathfinder Wrath of the Righteous, yeah, uh, which has been pretty fun so far. I'm only like how many hours into it am I? I want to say like, oh, six hours. Okay, so I'm like six, almost seven hours into it. Um, but it's been pretty fun. Uh, I, I'm actually gonna be streaming it again tomorrow. So if you want to oh, yeah. come check that out, go come and stop by. Um, yeah, it's been it's been pretty fun. Like I'm like, all right, I see why Josh has been spending a lot of time with this game because it really is, uh, pretty cool. Um, it'll take over your yeah. life. <laughs> I'm excited to play more of that. We've been uh, finding a lot of cool companions and whatnot. Wrath of the Righteous has a lot of them. Yeah, so it's just been cool, like meeting all the new characters and and all that. Um, but yeah, we plan some more of that. Apart from that, I watched Visions, um, of course, because, you know, obviously I wanted to watch it and that was our main topic. And I watched yeah, the newest episode of What If as well. Same. And then uh, and then I watched uh, I rewatched Far From Home because I'm doing a little bit of a of a, of a Spider-Man rewatch with, with, with some friends. And uh, oh, yeah, we I did that about... one. We'll, we'll be doing uh, Spider-Verse tonight. So I'm excited about that. And that's that movie's always fun to rewatch. I, I love Spider-Verse. Um, so yeah, I'll be doing that tonight as well. I'm looking forward to it, but that's pretty much all I've been up to. I really like, I really haven't been up to a whole lot. It's like a, I don't know how it feels to you, but like the past couple of weeks, I've just been like, fucking super, super going by quick to me, you know, like, we're almost in October. We will be in October in a few days. So. At the end of the week, and yep, ne- September will be gone. Yeah, yeah next episode's October already. We're we're starting the you know, starting the spookiness. Time, time is going by so quick. Uh, which oct- like the next three months are like some of my favorite months of the year because it's like you get Halloween, you get your Thanksgiving, so you get a ton of food, you get. And then you get Christmas, which is always, or the holidays, which is always fun. Even if you don't celebrate Christmas, you celebrate Hanukkah or any of the other holidays in that time. Um, I just, the next three months is always like my favorite part of the year, I think, just about. Uh, I mean, I'm I'm happy with, with the start of it now because, as you can see, I'm wearing a hoodie. So I am very excited for the right? weather. I am mm-hmm. beyond done and tired of the summertime weather. So I'm all for the fall slash autumn time. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I, 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 I can't wait. I'm about that too, man. Like 
It's been cool. I, I'm not running the I'm not running the AC on right now, guys. I have I have the window open right here. It's right here next to me. the The window is open. I have a fan in the window, pulling that nice, cool air inside. Um, you can actually see some of the light on my face, which is cool. I try to do better lighting, but like, listen, I'm not gonna run the AC. I want that window up, so you just have to deal with the weird lighting on my face. But yeah, this is like this weather. I I tend to like the cooler weather more than the hot ass summer weather, which is just miserable sometimes. Especially where I live at, and I know where Daniel lives at, it could be just awful. So oh, it's the atrocious, the worst. Yeah. So yeah, next 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 few months, some of our our favorite weather time holidays and all that good, fun stuff. We have to start watching our scary movies and yeah, shit like which, that. Which, so. I mean, next week, man, we're gonna be doing another retro rewind, and uh, it's gonna be it's gonna be a good one because uh, neither of us have seen the movie that that we'll be checking out next week. So hell yeah, we'll give you a little bit of a tease there, and then we'll we'll let you guys know what the you know what the movie is that we'll be checking out at the end of the show. Yeah. Anyway, without further ado, that's what we've been up to the past week, and just a little weather talk. Weather talk, holiday talk, what's coming up talk. Let us move into our news, which is the news. Uh, we got a little bit of gaming news, not a lot of gaming news, but Daniel, what do we have first? What do we have first? We have... Uh, some gaming news that is uh, Sea of Thieves Season 4 there's an official content update trailer for us here and uh, okay I see what yeah. happened yeah uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm already well, on it yeah. <laughs> let me see if I can find this trailer oh man that Don't happens you hate from it? time to time yeah, I'm no, like, right? why bro like, it was fine before uh that's so weird, man. Uh season season four, is that what we're at? Season four, yeah. Um I have something for like a week ago that says season oh wait, here it is. Found it. We'll play this. I think this is the right video. Sunken secrets and forgotten treasure wait beneath the waves. So take a breath as we plunge into the depths and uncover new features, voyages, a boatload of new rewards, and much more in Sea of Thieves Season 4. What we got coming to the Sea of Thieves here? Sunken Kingdom has awoken, and players can now dive deep to uncover the secrets of six unique siren shrines, or claim plunder from treacherous treasuries far below the waves. Each siren shrine poses unique challenges and threats, and also last time I played Sea of Thieves, for I was playing with the with our friends, and I got really mad. <laughs> and I quit playing. <laughs> I got real salty. Uh, which is, you know, fit Sea of Thieves. Yeah, I like Sea of Thieves, but I 
I just, it's one of those things where it's like, it's fun for a little bit, but then after a while you just kind of like, alright, I'm over it a little bit. Yeah. Fortunately, pirates can make use of sunken merfolk statues found in shrines and treasuries to safely store their loot. But it's cool. I mean, the last, like the last time I played it, it was, um, you know, during the Pirates of the Caribbean update, and I thought that was pretty fun. But uh, yeah, it was cool. But I think what, never, I had, uh, what I got mad about was like it got buggy, right? There was like we were doing that event, and it was buggy. And like we yeah. spent hours and then it just ended up being so buggy you couldn't complete it and that made me fucking mad. <laughs> but that's what happens when an update comes out. Shit needs to be fixed and shit. It happens. Great rewards await those who return this mysterious substance to any trading company. There are new commendations to complete too, and those with the skill to sniff out all the secrets of the Sunken Kingdom can earn the Sunken Sorrow ship parts. Scar. That is a very pink ship. Holy crap. Bother ship right there. She ever decided to, you know, play it more and get her own ship? Yeah. Season 4 also brings another 100 levels of remarkable rewards to unlock, which are free to all players. Earn renown throughout the season, and you'll be able to have it all, including the Siren's Wrath ship parts and the Wicked Web clothing set. Pirate legends can also get their hands on the Cursed Adventurer Cutlass and Wanda Spyglass too. And there's new emissary rewards to strive for. So fly the flag for your chosen trading company and earn these superb ship parts. And with season four comes a brand new plunder pass available as an optional. Pretty lengthy trailer, huh? You can earn yeah, going over the whole everything in this update. Have yet to lay their hands on. This includes your first glimpse of the larcenous jackal looter, courtesy of a masked costume. Hey, that's cool. Pirate, as well as the matching jackal looter weapon. And there's even choice cuts from the Jackal Looter ship set. An autumnal themed tribute to the pilfering pumpkin headed trickster. There's also the vulnerable weapon posamotes, which are perfect for pirates in combat who would much rather be anywhere else. And over in the Pirate Emporium, there's new cosmetics that pack a serious bite. With the crocodile themed ensemble. Hey, crocodile outfit. No one can call you anything other than a snappy dresser. Dropping puns left and right, y'all. Victorious no. weapon poses are the perfect way to showcase the vibrant colors of the Golden Nile weapon sets. And get ready to set sail in full reptilian regalia with the Golden Nile ship set. Raise anchor and prepare to glide across the water like the pirate predator you were born to be. And for pirates who love a practical joke, there's plenty to bring us. You know what they should do? Since they did the Pirates of the Caribbean thing, they should do some Peter Pan themed shit. Where's Captain, cool, yeah. Captain, Captain Hook? 
and the cam hook and the crocodile and all that stuff. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be neat. I think they'd be cool. They did that eventually. Reveal the mysteries of the sunken yeah. kingdom in Sea of Thieves, season four. I feel like that makes sense. Like it could fit in, you know? Yeah. September 23rd. Oh, this is already out. It is already out. Thank you. So if you want to try it out, which I haven't yet either. The, the, the thing right now is that there's just like, there's like a, a massive plethora of games that I want to play. And I just, man, I, I, I it's it's one of those times like I wish I had more time in the day, dude, to like play mm -hmm. all this, to do all this stuff, man. Because it's just there's just not enough time, dude. No matter how much time you have, it's just never enough time, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, maybe I'll. I don't know. Also, it's one of those things where it's like Sea of Thieves is one of those games where I I feel like I you need to play with a crew because that's one of those games that I can't really play by myself because I just don't have as much fun. Like yeah. anywhere near as much fun with it than you are with than you would have with other people, you know. So that's another reason why I don't play that one as much. But anyway, the whole the whole Sea of Thieves thing I can get into a little bit more, but I mean that's a topic for another day, man. Yeah. Oh. All right. What is next? Next up. There's a Blade Runner tabletop RPG announced for next year. Yeah. Uh, coming out next year, just in time for the 40th anniversary of the first movie. Uh, and it's coming from Alcon Entertainment and Free League Publishing, which also distributed the award-winning Alien RPG. Which I have, but we haven't played yet. <laughs> so it's being being the same people doing that. Uh, the the Blade Runner RPG drops players in 2037 LA, shortly after the Wallace Corporation unveils its synthetic Nexus 9 replicants. You assume the role of a Blade Runner working for the LAPD's Rep Detect Unit. The backstory of your character is in your hands. You'll decide their memories, personality, and whether they're a human or a replicant. Mechanically, the game is built using the Year Zero engine, Featured in the games like Alien and Tales from the Loop. Alien RPG lead game designer Thomas Arenstam sits at the helm sits at the helm of Blade Runner, and he's backed by Joe Lefavi and Martin Grip, who provide setting, writing, and artwork, respectively. Blade Runner consists of investigative gameplay where players have the tools to solve cases that explore the series series themes of corporate intrigue, existentialism, and morality. So, of course, expect plenty of gritty storytelling and tough decision-making as you navigate through a crime-ridden neo-noir city. There's no release date, but it's, uh, you know, coming out next year at some point. Uh, the, the the game does have a website, so if you want to sign up for the newsletter or anything like that. Uh, and then, of course, uh, another thing that's fun that'll be coming out is the Marvel RPG game, if you're looking for something else. That's so, right, I See, all this RPG stuff gets announced, and then I like forget about it, right? Because I know for a fact we talked about the Marvel thing. 
on yeah, podcast. Like, yeah. And so it I was had like, to have been like a few months ago. Yeah. I was like, oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> and then I forgot about it. Um, yeah. If you want to go to the Blade Runner uh, thing, it's uh, the website. It's Blade Runner RPG.com. So again, uh, Blade Runner yeah. RPG.com. And that's where their website, you can sign up for the newsletter and just, Take a look at the, you know, they have a they have a trailer for the thing up there. They'll probably do playtesting and stuff like that. Yeah. So that'd be cool. I I, I like uh noir, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean I like Blade Runner in general too, but Yeah, Blade Runner's pretty cool. So So there you go. There's uh there's a Blade Runner RPG for you if you're if you're interested. Um, but yeah. All right. What's next? Moving on from that, we are going to talk about the Nintendo Direct event that just happened uh, within the past week as well. Uh, so let's go ahead and talk about that so the we had a Nintendo Direct, I believe, on was it Thursday, twenty third. Think, yeah. I think it was Thursday. Anyway, so we have some new things that were announced, and some other things that were announcements for other directs that they will be having at some point later this year. If you're a Nintendo uh, fan, you get baited kind of hard by these guys, and I feel like it's not right that they do this. You know what I mean? It, it's just... <laughs> it, I just I, I just think it's funny how, like, for example, like, everybody was so, like, excited to see what the next Smash Bros. character was going to be, and they're like, you know what? Fucking... You're gonna have to wait. You're gonna tell you when to tune in to find out about that. Right. It's 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 something, man. It is something. But uh anyway. So let's talk about this. Uh the first thing that they uh, announced is the uh the new Kirby game. Yeah, let me get that up for you. The new Kirby game. There was a video. There is a video, yeah. They... Why is it not playing? Oh, let me the find new, The it. new Kirby game is called Kirby and the Forgotten Land. There is an announcement trailer. There you go, Josh. So I normally don't particularly really play Kirby games, but this one looks kind of cool, I guess, for what it is, you know? But again, I'm not, like, the biggest Kirby fan. Yeah, I'm not a... Fine. I never really played it. I think it's fine, but, uh, you know. Looks kind of cool, though. Like, I like the setting and everything of it. Yeah. 
but yeah, I just the Kirby games are just some of the ones that I just have never really like called to me, really. Yeah, I mean, I I'll just straight up tell the listeners. I'll just straight up tell the listeners I'm not a big Nintendo guy. You know, there's very little Nintendo that I actually play nowadays. Um, yeah. so I've I've never really been huge into Nintendo. But I mean, for Kirby fans, they've been waiting a while for like a probably something like this, right? I guess so. That's pretty exciting. Yeah, I mean, I'm not like the hugest Nintendo person either. Like my my Nintendo, like the height of my Nintendo um, love was the N64 GameCube era. Yeah, and like I and also I mean I did like the Wii as well, but like to a lesser extent for sure than. Than the uh, than the GameCube or the N sixty four, but uh, I mean again, like I I played some other stuff, you know, here and there nowadays. But yeah, it's it's very rare for me to get excited for anything Nintendo nowadays. Something like this, like this Kirby game, like I think it looks cool. Would I will I get it? Probably not. But like I'll watch somebody play it. it looks it looks pretty, it looks like it's uh fun enough to watch, you know. But. Mm-hmm. But yeah, unfortunately, it's just like it just it doesn't really do much for me. Um, but yeah, so yeah, that's another Kirby. Another yeah, that, that that's Kirby. Another fun thing is that I believe that on the day of this. Um, of this direct um nintendo turned 132 years old fuck which is kind of crazy right like they they existed before even video games were a fucking a thing because uh apparently they used to do like uh they, they made like playing cards you know that were used for gambling you know yeah like back back in the day that's cool so yeah, that's pretty uh pre- pretty pretty interesting that Nintendo is 132 years old. That's it's kind of crazy. They were founded on September 23rd, 1889 in Kyoto, Japan. Like if you if you would have asked me like when Nintendo was was founded or formed, I would not have told you 1889. That's for sure. Mm-mm. I don't know how many people actually know that. That's a that's an interesting fact right there. Uh, also, they you know there was a little bit more information about the Nintendo Switch OLED, which is like the new version of the Switch. Uh, it's gonna be on sale on October eighth. Uh, it's basically the normal Switch, but with a larger screen and an OLED panel instead of an LCD one. Uh, and it'll cost two hundred and forty nine dollars. No. I don't need anything more than this, baby. It's right here. Until they come out with like a pro. I don't need nothing else. I'm I'm good. Alright, so they have some more games that they announced. One of them was uh, Monster Hunter Rise Sunbreak. Which, I mean, I'll be honest, I don't really... I mean, this does nothing for me. I, the only Monster Hunter I've ever played is uh, World, and yeah, that's you know, I, I'm I, 
there's a video for this. There's an announcement trailer, but I mean, like you know, it, it for me it doesn't really do much. Uh, to be um, honest, we're gonna we're gonna move through this Nintendo stuff pretty quick. <laughs> like I, I try to be a jerk about it, but you know it's true. You know? Yeah. <laughs> uh, Nintendo or or Mario Party Superstars was announced a new Mario Party game. Uh, launches on October 29th. Uh, which will include more boards. Yeah, like the some whatnot. of the classic boards, right? Like from yeah, from like the from back uh, N64, in the day, right? Yeah, yeah, five boards from the N64 games. That's pretty cool. For those of you that want to get salty and break your switches, I encourage you not to do that. Don't break them. Woody Woods, Yoshi's Tropical Island. Horrorland. These kind of games are cool. Like I like of 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 the like wide variety of Nintendo games. This is one of the ones that I both like and dislike because it's fun playing it with friends, but also man, it can get triggering and and mm-hmm. and and fucking like infuriating and annoying at times. Start talking mad shit. Also, the page yeah, right, it's like ruined. Yeah. Nintendo has has a lot of games that'll that'll ruin friendships, man. That's for sure. That's right. Like they're they seem so friendly, but they're not because they'll ruin. But let me your tell you, friendship. man. Let me tell you, yeah. Oh goodness, uh, I haven't played. I don't think I've ever played the Mario Party games. I'll be honest. Oh man, those are those are again. Like I said, they're pretty cool, but yeah, they can get they can get fucking I, annoying. I've watched people play them. Mostly because it's really funny watching them get triggered. You know, as yeah. long as it's not you, it's pretty hilarious. But, like, when it's you... Yeah, but when it's you, it's like, fucking hell, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, next thing that they announced was Voice of Cards, The Isle Dragon Roars by Square Enix. Uh, apparently, the game had been long rumored. And uh, maybe or maybe not set in the near universe. I, yeah, I don't. I'll be honest. I don't know much about it. Uh, it's launching on October twenty eighth, but the demo is available now. If you want to go check that out. Again, I usually I'm not into card games really, so I mean that. I'll tell you what I know about this. Thing that doesn't do it for me. That title's way too goddamn long. <laughs> you don't uh, like voice of cards? The Isle Dragon Roars. My God, who thinks of these names? <laughs> Uh, I don't know, man. It needs that's, to be quick, to the point. Like Frozen Decimation leaves nothing to the imagination. What the <laughs> fuck does the voice of cards, the Isle Dragon roars mean? I don't know what that means. Uh, I what the fuck's an Isle Dragon? The fuck does voice do the cards talk? Do they have voice? What the fuck does this mean? I, I don't understand. All right, I'm gonna keep doing this till I understand. Uh, I I don't get it. You got a massacred, my boy. Mm-hmm. Uh man. Anyway, yeah, again, party games is not for me. Uh, I don't know anything about this. Uh, you know, something about owl dragons roaring, and it's a Squeenix game, so you know. Uh. The next thing they talked about was Disco Elysium, the final cut, uh, will be launching on the Switch on October 22nd. 
and the physical copies will arrive in early 2022. Now this game looks cool. I, I've had people telling me for for like months, or you know, for a while at least, to uh, to play this game, and I probably will eventually. I have this game, um, but I'll be but play. I'll be honest. I'll, I'm I'm gonna get it on Steam, not on the uh, yeah. No offense to the Switch, not on, and it's not, not on the Switch. Yeah, <laughs> thirty FPS. You know, I'll play that on the. But yeah, but I, but yeah, I just <laughs> wanted to mention it real quick because I've I've heard a lot of people like that mm-hmm. like this game, and they've been telling me to play it. So uh, I'll have to I'll have to give it a a shot at some point. I just uh, you know I don't have it yet, so we shall. You shall see when, uh, but uh, yeah, it looks looks pretty cool, especially the, from the trailer that they showed at the uh, at the direct. Um, but yeah, next up, uh, Nintendo announced a new Hyrule Warriors: Age of Calamity expansion pass, uh, taking place in the Breath of the Wild universe, uh, with some cameos from the Monster Hunter games there's a trailer for that as well but um yeah another game they announced was called uh, another square enix game it was called chocobo gp which uh, i know how much all the final fantasy fans have been wanting a, a a Mario Kart esque Chocobo racing game. I mean, you know, fear fear not, because uh, it's happening. It's a reality now. This is a thing. It's just gonna be Chocobo a thing. GP announcement trailer. Yeah, I mean, like when I'm looking at the announcement trailer, it looks like a reskinned Mario Kart. Uh, right, that's basically. what I was sitting here. It was like, so they took Mario Kart and just swapped everybody out. Cool. And they just Money. Final Fantasy if I did it. Yeah. The music and the like the fucking voiceover on this are so goofy and silly too. I don't even have sound on. It's like what? Magicite, aka the coin the, the cubes that from, from Mario Kart that you get? I could I could listen to that music for all of ten seconds before I'd want to blow my fucking brains out playing this game. <laughs> like that would drive me crazy. Chocobo GP coming next year. So <laughs> look at the go, <laughs> looking at the comments. Ugh, now we know the real reason there's no Mario Kart Nine. They're, they've been afraid to compete with Chocobo GP. <laughs> I'm sure that's the reason. Yeah, <laughs> has to be right. Who who would who would who would dare go up against the Chocobo GP man? Like you got you got to be out of your damn mind, all right? Jesus. Anyway, anyway. <laughs> yeah. Uh, next game they talked about was Dying Light Two. The Stay Human Cloud Edition. Uh, You're going to play this game for the love of God. Don't uh, play it on the Switch. I'll just tell you that right now. Yeah, I mean, I I don't know why anyone... Like, unless you have literally nothing else. Unless you do not have a PC or a PS5 or 4 or whatever, whatever, you know, something else. 
unless you have nothing, and the only way you could play this game, if you really want to play this game, is because you only have a Switch, I don't see any other reason why anyone would ever want to play the Cloud Edition of, of Dying Light 2 on the Switch. Like, it just doesn't make any sense to me. I just don't know why anyone would want to do that. Uh, but Same. anyway, it's it's releasing on February 4th, 2022. And uh, they also said that the first Dying Light will be coming to the Switch uh, on October 19th. Uh, Project Triangle Strategy is still in development. Uh, based on the demo, Square Enix has made improvements to the user experience. And it's set to launch on March 4th, 2022. That's another game that looks... That one looks kind of neat because of the art style, but I mean... Yeah, I tried the demo yeah. when it came out. Like, what was it? Sometime last year or this year? I can't remember. Last year, I think. Yeah, it was. I don't know when, but... It was uh, like they, a while they had a demo come out, and it was pretty cool, pretty interesting. Fire Emblem-ish. Um, I like the art style for it, but yeah, they're still working on it. That's cool. I got some feedback off that demo. Yeah. Um. They showed a new trailer for uh, Metroid Dread. There was uh, new footage of actual gameplay, and then they talked a little bit more about the lore and Dread. And uh, the game is still set to launch on October 8th, which is uh, not that far from now. It's, that's uh, not this Friday coming up, but the Friday after that. So it's coming out pretty soon here, that one. Yeah, that's cool. Uh, you guys can just see how how excited Josh is to talk about this. I I am uh, so sorry, guys. My energy is so low. <laughs> I did not even mean to yawn. I was like, I was sitting there thinking, man, I sound like such a dick because I just yawned at that. But that is not that was not Metroid's but, fault. Like we said, we'll we'll, we'll get we're gonna get through this pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, online Nintendo Switch Online is coming out with an expansion pack, uh, which I both hate, I both love, I I both like and hate. Uh, I like because they're bringing Nintendo sixty four, uh, stuff. As well as Sega Genesis, but I'm really excited about the N64 stuff. However, it's going to be an expansion pack, which means they're going to charge more for it. Uh, so that I hate. Um, Put Conker's Bad Fur Day on there, you oh, cowards! Dude, I would love, yeah, I need, I like need Conker's Bad Fur Day. Mm -hmm. But the Nintendo has not announced yet how much more this membership tier is going to cost that I'm aware of, at least. I don't know either. Um, it better not be a lot, though. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope not. I mean, if it's a if it's like a little bit more, then I mean, whatever. But if it's like so, uh, like if, if it's crazy, then I'm like, get the fuck out of here. Uh, they also revealed that they'll be coming out with wireless N64 and Genesis controllers up for sale on Nintendo's online store. So there is actually a, a, a list of games here they're bringing out for the uh, the N64 and the Genesis. So for the N64, we have Super Mario 64, Mario Kart 64, Star Fox 64, which so far all those games are great. Yep. Yoshi Story, which I remember being fun. I played I remember playing that back in the day. 
Uh, the Legend of Zelda Ocarina of Time, obviously, you know, classic. Uh, Win Back Covert Operations, which I don't believe I've ever played that game before. I, I don't even, what the, I don't even know what that is. Yeah, uh, Mario Tennis, uh, Dr. Mario 64, and then, uh, I'm not, I'm not quite sure what this other game is, but there's another game. I, I, I don't know what it is, though. I can't I can't read what it is, but anyway. Um they also said that Majora's Mask will be coming later as well. Oh yeah, that's pretty cool. Uh I know that's much beloved by folk. Sega Genesis, Castlevania Bloodlines, Contra Hardcore, uh Dr. Robotnik's Mean Bean Machine, uh Eco the Dolphin, Golden Axe, Gunstar Heroes, Musha. Struder, Streets of Rage 2, Sonic the Hedgehog 2, Shinobi 3, Shining Force, Rise Star, and Fantasy Star 4 are coming for the Genesis. Uh, they also announced a Castlevania Advance Collection, which means... All four of the Castlevania Game Boy Advance games are coming over in a collection for the Switch. Uh, and apparently people have been... high. Uh, these games have been highly sought after for years. So finally they'll be coming to the Switch for people who, who want that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they also announced Splatoon 3. Which, I mean, Splatoon is one of those games that, like... I, I I've never had, but like I've watched other people play it and I'm like, well it looks alright, but I just I've never been like super urged to, to buy it myself. Um so I've never I've never really had it. Um but anyway. Uh they came out with another uh trailer for that. It was called Return of the Mammalians. Uh Taking place in Splatsville, a chaotic Hong Kong-like city with special weapons uh, or special new weapons and and and, and robots. So yeah, if you're a Splatoon a Splatoon fan, I'm sure you were excited to to see some more of this. Indeed. Let's get uh, inky, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're a kid. You're a squid, man. You gotta spray your paint all over the place. May the may the best color win. Uh, yeah. And then I th- and then I believe the last thing that they talked about at the uh, direct is the and uh, the announcement of a game that's been highly uh, uh, requested. I would say a lot of people have been looking forward to this, and that is uh, Bayonetta three from platinum games um at first when they were when we because when i watched this live so like when you're watching stuff live sometimes you can't really tell what the hell you're about to see Mm -hmm. so they just showed off the trailer and this beginning part i'm like i don't know what this could be this could be fucking anything at first you're like maybe it's like a new earth earth uh like a new edf game or something you know earth defense force or you're you're like you're like what the hell am i looking at and then it's like, oh no, it's just uh, you know, it's Bayonetta. 
I never played any style. of the Bayonetta's. I haven't them. either. I know people love them, but I I've never played any of them to be honest. I saw people the having only, like some crazy conspiracy theories on this too. The only time I've ever played Bayonetta is on Smash Bros. Like I'll, I'll be honest, dude. Like that's that's it. People were like, "This is yeah, an alternate timeline and shit," and I'm like, "I don't what what is I don't I, even know I, any I don't, shit." I don't works. know shit about Bayonetta, dude. Like I'll be honest, I have no idea. I know she uses her hair as a weapon, and like clothing. I know that much. That's like that's all I know about the bayonetas. Yeah. Um. And that people wanted it, they're gonna get it. And I'll be honest oh, with you. Uh, what's that? Don't look that good. <laughs> like I mean, graphically, I, I, yeah, it's. I mean, uh, no, I feel uh, like this is one of those games where, like, if it was on, if it wasn't a Nintendo exclusive type thing. It would look so much better on like a PS5 or you know PC or whatever. You know what I mean? I know, and that seems like such a shitty thing for me to say too, because it's like I've ragged on Nintendo right, this whole though. thing, but it's fucking true. Like, look yeah, at it; it could be so I, I, much I, I, more. I'm thinking the same thing for this game in particular. Like, like it would look so much better if it wasn't a Nintendo exclusive. But here we are. I mean, like, not that I, not that I really care though, because I mean, again, am I gonna play yeah. this game? Probably no. I watched Zeke play this. He liked Bayonetta, I think. I just I've never played any of these games. I don't even I don't I know nothing about them. But hey, man, people people love these games, dude. Yeah. Uh, she's back with a new haircut and uh, also you know wearing a, a skirt instead of her skin tight leotard. So yeah, people people were saying this is a di- conspiracy theories. People were saying like this is a different Bayonetta or something. I don't, I don't know. know. I don't know nothing. I love. I, see, here's the thing. I don't know shit about any of these worlds, but I love when people do crazy ass conspiracy theories and shit. Like, I love that craziness because it's funny. Um, this is pretty cool. Like, she makes this dragon thing and it starts whooping ass. But just imagine how much better it would look. <laughs> you know, yeah. like man. Uh, it's cool though. I'm happy for people that are happy for it. Uh, enjoy your bayonetta. That's a giant spider. Looks like something out of World of Warcraft. Um, but yeah, bayonetta three. Long, long rumored. Oh, there's more. There you go. We get to surf on buildings. Look how shitty that looks. Holy crap. Um. Anywho. We can we can move on to that from that next year, guys. Yeah. If you're into the Bayonetta three, well, there's your uh, there's your Nintendo Direct. Sorry if we're, we weren't the most uh, excited about that, but you know, we're not Nintendo just, guys. I mm. just you know I like I like Nintendo, but not yeah. I'm not like super like. I tell you what, as, as other people are, that's for sure. When they show off the next Fire Emblem, you can get me hype at a Nintendo Direct. All right. <laughs> And that's when I'll be in there. I'll be like, oh, shit. It's the bet. Nintendo wins. I'll be like all those fanboys on Twitter every time. Nintendo, Nintendo wins. wins. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> I'm just like, what did they win, dude? Like, like There's what, so like, many what, people what on my Twitter that do that shit. And I'm just like, what were you watching that I wasn't? Because, like, you're full of trash. You're full of shit. It's they didn't so win funny, nothing. Dude. 
All right, you're just saying that because you're a fanboy. They won, Josh. They won. (laughs) (laughs) They didn't win nothing. Uh, They didn't win dick. All right, all right. Let's let's not. I I, I think I think we've had enough fun. Uh, Yeah. Okay. I'm done picking. Let's move on. I'm not talking about the directs. I'm talking about the E3s. Okay. Moving on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, TV news. (laughs) All right. So. We have our first little bit of TV news here. And this is something that actually I missed last week. We could have talked about this last week, but I totally uh, I, I missed it. So here we are now. Uh, Oscar winning the Lord of the Rings uh, composer Howard Shore is in talks to return for the Amazon Studios Middle Earth series. Um, which I think is awesome because I love Howard Shore's uh, scores. Uh, from the 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 original trilogy, uh, I think they're amazing. Uh, who doesn't love hearing the music for the uh, oh, man. Know, the, the Lord of the Rings? I mean, it's, I get fucking hyped. It's fantastic, dude. It's so great. Like honestly, like I was watching some reactions uh, a couple nights ago mm-hmm. of uh, you know people reacting to Lord of the Rings. And like, dude, let me tell you, if 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 uh, fucking if those movies weren't so goddamn long, I mean, I love them, but man, it, it makes me want to fucking rewatch them again. But the problem is, again, you know how like we were just talking about earlier, how there's like so many things I wish, you know, so many games to play, so many things to do. I just, I, just, I wish I had more time in the day, dude. I, I, I fuck, I want to rewatch those movies, man. Like they're so fucking great, man. They're so good. But yeah, uh, Howard Shore. Hopefully, he returns for uh, to score this the series. Um, he won three Oscars scoring the original trilogy. Um, and yeah, I mean, what what can we say? His music is just phenomenal. Yeah, it, uh, it never fails to get you excited or emotional or you know. Lord whatever. of the Rings it, wouldn't it, be it what it is without things, that music, man. you know, like. So yep. shout out to Howard Shore. Hopefully they they get him on board for the series because I'm I am Give ready for some more. I'm ready for not only more Lord of the Rings in general, but more more fucking you know more more uh, scores and soundtracks from from Mr. Howard Shore. So I'm I'm all about it. I'm all you about it. They, give me give me that give me that middle they're like a, they're like get this man a shield, get this man a check with any number on it he wants. <laughs> get him right. in there. <laughs> dump a back up a Brinks dump, uh, fucking truck over yeah. to his, to his, to his Dump all that money out. Yeah. Anyway, yeah, I, I I hope that happens. I'm excited for that. And uh, yeah, let's 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 make it happen. Oh yeah. Uh, anyway, uh, for the rest for the rest of our TV news, uh, we recently had a Netflix to dumb event. And yes, it's called to dumb. If you want to know why it's called to dumb, because that's the noise that Netflix makes when you start up a, anything on their really. I didn't realize that's, that thing had a name. That's why it's called that. Yeah, the the Netflix event is called to dumb because that's the Netflix noise. So anyway, if you didn't know, now you know. You're welcome. Yeah. Uh, so yeah, we had the Netflix to dumb event, uh, and they released a bunch of stuff so we have a bunch i haven't of watched any of it so this and, would be great stuff so let's check it all out first up we have a teaser for stranger things 4 which i know a lot of people are excited about including myself and i'm pretty yeah. sure Josh as well 
I like Stranger Things. Yeah, we, we love Stranger Things. We can't wait to watch it. It'll be, uh, it's gonna be fun. Oh man, I want that car. Give me that old school car right there. Right? Oh, I've seen that guy in some stuff. Like, I don't know what his name is, but I've seen him in stuff. Looks like we're in the 50s right now here with this vibe right here. Oh, this guy's gonna be an ex-murderer, isn't he? He's gonna kill his whole family. I just know it. That's a dead, that's a dead rabbit. Some shit going on. So this place is called the Creel House. So, mm -hmm. Well, that's, uh, it was two dead, two dead kids. I was uh, probably right. He's an ex-murderer. Spoopy house, man. The world is full of obvious things which nobody by any chance ever observes. Sherlock Holmes. Dude, they're all so big now. I remember right? when you they were babies. I know. <laughs> you look at it. I was going to mention that too. It's like, man, they just. They're getting, they're getting older, man. 2022. This is coming out next year, man. But yeah, that, that's cool, man. I like how, uh, you know, how yeah. I, I like the spooky vibes that this uh, this trailer gives off. You know, it's very eerie, very, uh, you know, very like uh, almost Scooby Doo esque. You know, with everybody searching the house and everything. So I uh, I'm about it. I uh, very 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 excited for that. We have we have to wait a we have to wait a year. Well, I mean, probably less than that, if we're being honest, right? Like, I mean, we're in September right now of 2021, and uh, this will probably come out sometime before September of next year, so it probably won't be that long. Yeah. The last probably. the last season came out on 4th of July. Yeah, so, I remember. Uh... Yeah. Anyway, uh, the next thing we have here is Vikings Valhalla. All right. So this is a a prequel to the Viking show, right, or something like that. Uh, I know it has something to do with it. I think so. Your boats all the way from Greenland. Who are you? No. I'm Rex. No. Yeah, uh, I'm looking at the uh, the Netflix uh, description, and it says. A new saga begins a hundred years after the original series concludes. Oh, after. It's a sequel. Yeah, dramatizing the adventures of the most famous Vikings who ever lived. So there you go. One people. Gotcha. So it's a sequel, not a prequel. I'll be a hundred percent honest, I fell off Vikings around season four. I, I kinda did too to if I were being real as well, like I, I just, the thing with Viking is that there's so many time jumps. Yeah. Like, they just like kill off people. And I'm just like, I don't know what the hell's going on anymore. And they have if you some do, like, <laughs> if you do want to see Bjorn, go watch heels. He's in that show. <laughs> yeah. And that show's great. I can tell, yeah. you, can tell you that. That's for sure. <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I kind of fell off Viking as well. It's just, it, yeah, it was, it was, it was a little odd. Um, but anyway, 
next up, we have Cobra Kai season four date announcements. You, you haven't Whoop. seen this one either, huh? I'm happy. I'm, I'm happy. Yep. Let's watch this shit. We have a date. Here we go. There you go. There's some pretty interesting footage in this too, man. But rivalries don't need to last forever. All I can think while I'm watching this is this. I wonder what the next thing that it inevitably is going to separate Johnny and Daniel again. Because you know it's going to fucking happen. There's only one way we're going to be able to beat kicking their asses so hard, they shit themselves. You got a pre-strike. We'll pre-strike. We're getting ahead of ourselves. No, man, these two teaching side by side is going to be something. And look who it is. Oh, man. If you would have told me a year ago that our family's safety depended on winning a karate tournament, I would have thought you were joking. Here we are. Living in the twilight zone. So there you go. There is the date. There it is. Cobra Can't Kai. Can't December 31st. So another another Christmas gift for us there at the end of the at the end of the year. Literally, literally the last day of the year, bro. Mm-hmm. Is when we're getting this. So Friday the 31st. Well, if you ain't been watching Cobra Kai, fucking watch. So good. Yeah, that, uh, I've been on that train be... a long time, baby. <laughs> and I, I was riding that some bitch by myself. And then we then we hit oh, some other wow. seasons and everybody got on that train with me. And we all on that train together now. Yeah. Yes, sir. It's, uh, it's great stuff, <laughs> man. I fucking love that show, dude. It's so, it's so good. It's so good. So damn good. <laughs> what do we got next? All right, next up, we have a first look at Sand the Sandman. Okay. So I haven't watched this yet. I haven't watched any of this yet. We will summon an imprisoned guest. Yeah, this one is interesting because I—I'll be honest—I don't know a whole lot about it, but oh, I, I know they've been trying to get. I've been—they've been trying to get this project going for years man i think at they one got... point like joseph gordon levitt was involved and like there was this project has been like through various or different variations until now we have what we have here tywin lannister what the fuck yep he's in this which one have i got You're gonna need all the help you can get. Hmm. The Sandman. The Lord of Dreams has been summoned and captured by mortal men. Once free from his captivity, the eternal ruler of dreams will realize that his troubles are only just beginning. Oh, yep. So there's these really are teases because fuck, I want to see more. I want to know more. It's a uh, it's a series based off a groundbreaking comic book series created for DC by Neil Gaiman. It's pretty cool. Oh man, next up, this one's pretty cool. So I I have not seen the Cowboy Bebop anime. I really want to. It's on my list. 
But Netflix is doing a live action version and they dropped the opening credits for it and it's pretty good, I think. So it's just let's like the fucking out. show. Yeah. Cause like let's be real, like even somebody like me who has never seen the show, you know what the theme is and you know you know how much of a how a of a bop it is, man. Like, like come on, brother. Like this is this is great. How, Jam, how could you not how could you not keep it? Yeah. Honestly, this just makes me want to watch fucking the anime, dude. Like, I need to finish I've it. I've watched part of it. I never finished it. Looks pretty neat, though. Like, this, uh, these opening credits, though. Like, I, I dig it. Mm hmm. classic i'm glad they i'm glad they went with it that's great yeah i mean honestly look 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 at look at the dog it, yeah. it, honestly, it, just, it just it just makes me more excited to to watch the anime now cuz i've never seen it you know Cowboy Bebop. Nice jam. November 19th. Shit, I missed the date. Sorry, guys. I accidentally just. Yeah, there you Soon. go. November 19th. Soon. Uh, so, yeah, there you go. Next up, we have some stuff on The Witcher. Just going to him. By God, we have a we have a Road to Season Two trailer, so we it's kind of a bit of a, a little bit of a recap here, I think, for the uh, for season for you know catching everybody up or, or reminding everybody of of things before Season Two, which Season Two of The Witcher premieres on December seventeenth. Oh man! So, so many Christmas presents. Month. Yeah. So many Christmas presents. So excited. I might do a rewatch of this before uh, that next season because I love, I love the first season. I need to understand some things. You claim the lore of surprising. Slay the beast, the foul creature. Hell no. Girl's like fuck you. You ain't killing him. Get him more in, bruh. Yeah, home. Yeah, um, yeah, dude. He looks, he looks so cool, dude. Yeah. I brought her here so she'd be safe. To protect her. It's hard to do when I don't know who I'm protecting. I hope, I hope at some point we see all the witches fucking just whoop some ass together. Right? That'd be great. You spend a lifetime alone. What changed you? Jennifer. Jennifer of Vengerberg. I want to be powerful. Do you have what it takes? I dream of becoming important to someone. You're important to me. You're right, though. Like, I, I think I, I feel like I need a, uh, like a refresher on season one because, man, it's been a while, dude. Mm hmm. 
I watched the the entire season like once when it came out, and I haven't seen it since. And the Shit, and, I... and season one came out like 2019, so yeah, it's been <laughs> that's a that's a lifetime ago basically at this point. My grandmama was watching this shit, and she likes The Witcher, dude. <laughs> you know what I'm saying, like. Monsters, armies, and this horrid looks close into me. Um, Monsters I'm excited. Of deeds done. I was already excited. I'm excited. I'm still excited. <laughs> I'm just excited. Yeah, yeah. The Witcher. Plus, it has our chosen one, fucking Enrico. Only on Netflix, this, uh... December seventeenth. Yeah, right. Mm -hmm. He's the chosen one. Uh, but yeah, excited. Can't wait. Can't absolutely fucking wait. And we also have a Blood Origin set tour. So, we, as we know, they're doing a spinoff for you know The Witcher called The Witcher Blood Origin, and uh, they decided to uh, do a little uh, little. A little set tour with the uh, the showrunner Declan Debara, so we check that out pretty quickly as well. Let's start off with episode one of Ballads and Bloody Blades, written by some Egypt called Declan Debara and directed by some genius called Sarah O'Gorman. All right. Hi, my name Boy. is Declan Debara. I'm the showrunner on The Witcher Blood Origin, and I'm going to take you on a wee trip around Arbor Hill Studios where we're filming. And we're gonna start in our tiny, tiny, wee, wee, wee little stage one. It's a tiny, tiny little place where we're building our tiny, tiny little sets. Tiny in a giant ass room. It's my new favorite building. Yeah, big ass room. They're all talented, cool kids in there. Um, That's a huge stage. A of cool things. Uh, I can't really show you anything. I can show you one thing. This is uh, when they say no animals were harmed. We build all around animals, so we needed fish. They built him a little scarf. Very smart. There's your little, sorry. There's your little so fish. One of the best parts about a <laughs> show like this is creating something on paper and dreaming it up, and then these talented people here bring it to life. It's so this crazy is, uh, how they fucking build all this shit. Right, all the sets and everything. Look at that. Blood origin is set completely underwater. It's the origin of the elves. They have gills in this particular world. This will actually be repurposed in season six of The Witcher. Where it becomes a this guy is a goofball, man. Um, another thing that I really like about this season is that we are using real beasts. No CGI, no nothing. So we've actually genetically engineered our own beasts. We store them here. Uh, he's a, he's a goofball, this one. We uh, mm -hmm. three or four times a day with recalcitrant writers. We need COVID testing, and we do that constantly to make sure everybody's safe. Uh, this is where we test our ghouls. And uh, despite this being a huge place, as you can see, it's massive and it stretches on and on and on. It's not going to be big enough for the world of the Witcher Blood Origin. So we're going to have to take you somewhere else. We're on it. We're, we're in Iceland. We're going to be filming on set. Look at this that. This is an epic show. So we need... Look at these epic. views, man. You know, something like the Earth has vomited up mountains out of nowhere. Fuck man, that'd be that'd be so cool. So the fun thing about right, look at that is that we get to tell the story of what happened. Pretty, before pretty the bad before fucking the ash. Of the spheres. 
a big calamitous event that happened that merged the world of monsters and men. And that is going to be the world of The Witcher Blood Origin. And we can't wait for you to see it. Cool. Watch The Witcher Blood Origin. Well, there's a little bit more about The, the Witcher Blood Origin. <laughs> cool. The fucking eel at the end. Silly dude, I like him. Uh, that's great. Yeah, so that was that was the that was a lot of the Netflix stuff. There was more that they announced, but there's there's so much of it. Uh, the other thing that I have here, the last thing I have here, is that we have our first look at the Last of Us uh, TV series from HBO. There's a uh, a picture with uh, Pedro Pascal and uh, show that off and Bella okay. Ramsey as a Joel and Ellie, which like I know we're only like we're only looking at them from behind, but that looks. I mean, that looks. I, I bet if you compared side by side game Joel and Ellie and, and, and this Joel and Ellie and uh, yeah it, uh, I think it I think it looks pretty pretty spot on it may not be 100% yeah. accurate but I mean that looks like Joel and Ellie from behind you know so there you yeah, go if I saw this like not blown up full screen I'd be like oh that's a scene from the game right and sure, then like right? you blow it up and it's like no wait that's that's not a scene from a game this is real yeah. life so um Pretty cool that people get a, already getting a glimpse of this. It's uh, pretty cool for the fans uh, of The Last of Us. Um, yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, so pretty that's, pretty exciting. It's 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 like nothing to get you like excited or hype about because I mean I mean it's you know it's just them from behind, but mm. but it looks pretty spot on though. It looks pretty spot on based off of just that. So. Pretty neat, pretty neat. But uh, yeah, that's that's all we got for uh, for the TV news this week. Let's your television news, ladies and gentlemen, gentlemen's and gentle ladies. Um, yeah. So that's that's our that's our TV news. We have our movie news coming up now. Uh, I'm sure you will all be very hyped to talk about this next piece of. Oh God! Uh, <laughs> I just looked to see what it was. <laughs> So one of the things that I did not mention during the uh, Nintendo Direct recap that we were talking about is uh, something that we wanted to wait for for now because it's they announced the new Super Mario Brothers movie. And uh, they announced their all-star cast, which includes uh, Chris Pratt as um, your boy Mario Mario and uh, uh, Anya Taylor-Joy as Peach. Uh, Keegan Michael Key is, I believe, Toad, and uh, Seth Rogen as far as, as Donkey Kong. In other words, Nintendo was like, "Internet, fetch us your best memes, as yeah, hard as you could." Uh, Fred Armisen is Cranky Kong. Kevin Michael Richardson is Kamek. Sebastian Maniscalco is Spike. Uh, Bowser, voiced by Jack Black. Uh yeah, this movie is is being uh uh made by Illumination, 
which are the same uh, folks who have done the uh, the 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 Minions move or the the Despicable Me movies. Um. So yeah, I mean, I dude, when when uh, when they were watching the the Nintendo Direct live, and then when they're like, "Oh, Miyamoto-san is here to talk about something," right? And then they're like, "Oh, we're doing a fucking Super Mario movie with Chris Pratt as Mario." I was like, "What are you? What is this real life? Like what?" Oh man, I just I still can't believe it. Like. The best thing about this is all the memes that have been coming out over the past several days. Because, uh, I, I, I mean, dude, they have been fantastic. Like, hearing Donkey Kong, like, hearing, watching a video of an animated Donkey Kong laugh, and then you hear Seth Rogen's laugh come out of him is fucking hilarious. Absolutely hilarious dude like if you've never if you haven't seen that go go look it up it's fucking amazing um yeah i i I, it's 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 fucking hilarious man yeah but yeah Yeah. i mean i I, I don't (laughs) know i don't know what to expect from this movie man it could be a fucking stinker or it could be like something it could be, I mean, honestly, like, I wouldn't be surprised if this turns out to actually be a good movie, man. Like, you know what I mean? Despite all the memes and everything, this could very well be a good movie. But I just don't know, dude. We're going to need to see, like, a trailer or something before I even, you know, before we even know. Um, but, yeah, I, I, I mean, hey, dude, if the Nintendo people are happy with it, then I guess they must be doing something okay, because we all know how that last Mario movie turned out, the live-action one. And uh, <laughs> Yikes, man. I don't know if it can be worse than that, dude. Like, let's be real. That movie's a... That movie's trash, bro. But anyway, yeah, I don't know, dude. I don't know what to say about this other than it's... Uh, it's something, dude. It is. It is something. Definitely did not expect that for the direct... Yeah, I I didn't even know they were making a Mario movie, and then they announced the whole cast, and I was just like, "Huh." And I had I was see I was watching it live too, and then I had different streams open, so like if something dropped, Fire Emblem, and like you know I wanted to see what it, you know people's reactions to things live. Um, I had JP open, it made JP if you've ever watched, he was watching it, and the moment they showed Chris Pratt as Mario. He fucking started dying laughing, and that shit killed me, bro. Like watching him lo- just lose it was hilarious. Um, cause it's just like I was funny, of all the things to expect, it damn sure wasn't that, you know. <laughs> anyway, it definitely wasn't that. I did. I I don't know anybody. I don't know if anybody expected that, dude. That was that was hilarious, man. Like truly, truly hilarious. But, uh, but yeah, anyway, I mean, okay. I don't know if you have much to say more about that. No, so. no. We can move on. Moving on, we have a trailer for Army of Thieves, which is the prequel to Army of the Dead from Netflix. This was also a part of the Netflix to Dumb event, I believe. 
So uh, this movie is coming out on uh, October 29th. I belong to a crew that executes international bank heists. I didn't. Uh, I tried to watch Army of the Dead and I fell asleep, so I still haven't seen it. Damn. <laughs> um, this window of opportunity isn't just our only chance, it's yours. My only chance. So this is obviously the prequel based around the uh, safe cracker, you know, the German character dude. I'd like you to meet the team. Karina. Whose name is Dieter. Rolf. Our getaway driver. And last but not least, our very own real life Ludwig Dieter. Mr. Brad Cage. That guy's name is Brad Cage. Get out of here. Johnny's he looks very like upset. A he looks like a bootleg uh, fucking, uh, what's his name? Uh, Hugh Jackman. Yes. It's exactly right? like that. We've assembled from various sources the locations of the three saves. The Rheingold. The Valkyrie. The Siegfried. All of them are under the ownership of infamous billionaire Balai Tanaka. Any questions? No. Yes, many. Hundreds. Thank you very much. Go, go, go! Let's move! This is about becoming legends. I'm warming up my instruments. Well, that's a movie. Yeah. Cool. Okay. The next What's next? Trailer we have is kind of a bit of a spoiler for the first movie if you haven't seen it. So if you haven't seen the first movie, I would recommend watching the first movie before you watch this. I personally enjoyed it. Have you seen it, Josh? Yes, I watched it with my dad, and we both enjoyed it. So all right, cool. We're gonna watch this trailer for Extraction Two that I'm gonna double click on and accidentally pose out of, and all that good stuff. Here we go. There you go. Yeah, so I, I really like this movie, so I'm kind of glad they're doing another one. Yeah, me too. Because I thought that Chris Hemsworth was pretty good as the character, but obviously we see that at the end of the first movie. Spoiler alert! You've been you, I warned you already, but uh -huh. he he kind of looks like he he dies at the end of the first one. But uh, looks like he's coming back, man, for this next one, which I'm excited about. I would. Yeah. I'm glad to bring him back on board. Uh, so, yeah, it, it, it's this is pretty cool, in my opinion. I I wonder when this is coming out because uh, I don't know if there's a date yet, but but they're doing another one, and uh, that's pretty pretty sick. So. Yeah, I enjoyed I'm this movie to see a lot, more, actually. More, yeah, yeah, it was a pretty fun action movie with the Chris Hemsworth, man. It makes you think of those old school, like, you know, we'll turn on Rambo or something. Like, you know, one of those old school movies, turn on and just enjoy. Protesting some worst 
Hashtag rake lives. Oh damn. He's alive. Coming soon. Yeah, there's no release date, so he's alive and he's pissed off. I'll I'll definitely be checking that out when it comes out, though. Same. I I like the first one, so I'm I'm about it. Cool. All right. The last thing that I have here for the movie news is. Uh, as we know, the upcoming No Time to Die is going to be uh, Daniel Craig's last movie as James Bond. Uh, but uh, 007 producer Barbara Bacoli says that there will be no casting talk until at least next year. Mm-hmm. So the replacement uh, won't, so the search for the replacement won't begin until next year. So if anybody has led you to believe that there's that they've already chosen or you know, you know, there's already somebody that's being you know lined up for 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 being the next, are they looking at maybe have they maybe like looked at of candidates before? Yeah, I mean, there's just been people in the running. Like from what I remember, Henry Cavill was somebody in the mix. Um, Richard Madden was somebody I think that was mentioned before. Idris Elba, you know, uh, those are some of the names, but there has not officially been anybody chosen and they won't happen until next year. Uh, so yeah, it'll be, uh, it'll be interesting to see who, who they choose to replace uh, Daniel Craig. But in the meantime, I'm kind of, I'm kind of looking forward to watching his, uh, his last movie. It kind of makes me want to go back and rewatch all the Daniel Craig. Oh, movies, I, to be honest. I definitely want to. Yeah. We definitely got to do that. For sure, you know, like, I hadn't even seen I hadn't even seen Spectre yet at all. So I yeah, there's some sure. I haven't even seen. Yeah, but I'd be down to go back to like Casino Royale and you know watch that one and you know all the way up until the new one. So definitely want to. I want to try to do that. Will I be able to do that? I don't know, but I would like to. That's for sure. So, yeah. yeah, uh the search won't begin until next year. If if there was somebody you could choose, Josh, to, to, to replace Daniel Craig now that his run of, of, of being 007 is over, who who would you who would who would you prefer? Who's somebody uh, that you would like to see? Like like, like, yeah. like, like what would you do? I don't know, man. I have I I, I don't have a clue. That's a hard that's a hard job to pick. It's like who would you if you could pick somebody, who would you pick? I, shit, I don't know. So yeah. I would pick like if it was up to me, I'd probably go with Henry Cavill because I really like yeah. Henry Cavill. Yeah. And and if you've ever seen, uh, for those of you out there in the audience listening, if you haven't seen the Man from Uncle, please do yourself the favor of going and watching that movie, because if you want to taste, if you want a taste of what Henry Cavill is like as a spy. He plays the character of Napoleon Solo in that, and he is fantastic. That is a, that is a gr- first of all, it's a great fucking movie. I love The Man from Uncle. Go watch it mm-hmm. if you haven't. But but yeah, if you want to know what he would be like, kind of kind you kind of like as, as 007, please go watch The Man from Uncle. That is a fantastic movie. It's so great. Uh, yeah. So The Man from Uncle came out in 2015. Uh yeah, go 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 watch it, please. It's 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 amazing. I I 
I would have loved a sequel to that movie, but you know, if if we can get the if we can get Henry as 007, then that'd be that'd be awesome. Um, but yeah, if if you're asking me, that's who I would that's who I would choose. I mean, there's so many options that you could go with, but I think he would make a pretty great uh, pretty great 007, in my opinion. Um. Yeah, I mean Henry Cavill, like he's he's just great. Like again, I I still want him to be Superman. Uh, he's obviously Geralt right now, so you know if we can get get him on board as 007 too, then that'd be put that'd him be in all awesome. the things. Make him Commander yeah, put him in, Shepard. Put him in all the things. Fuck him. Man. Make him Commander Fucking... Shepard. Put him in Star Wars. But do everything exactly. with Cavill, you know. Do everything. <laughs> everything. He, he he deserves it, man. He's a good guy. But uh, but anyway, yeah, that's who I would choose. I know there's so many different options of so many different people that you could select for 007. Just off the top of my head, like out of all the rumored choices and just who I think would be good, you know, 007's a a, a British dude. Henry Cavill's a British dude. Fucking make it happen, dude. Make it happen, in my opinion. So he he he's the one you he's the one you go with. But um, yeah, I mean, that's a good pick. But yeah, uh, again, that's 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 who I'd go with. Uh, it, it'll be curious to see who they actually end up going up with, though. You know, because uh-huh. depending on how depending on how old the actor is, they could make like you know however many movies they can make, right? If they go with an older dude, then you know they'll have to they won't have as many movies they can make. If they go with you know a younger dude, then they'll have you know uh, quite some time with the James Bond for him, you know. So. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. I'll, but yeah, I definitely want to watch uh, the, the Daniel Craig movies before uh, the new one comes out. So we'll see if we yeah, can make that happen. Yeah. But uh, All right, that'll y'all. be it for our, uh, for our movie news. That is the news, ladies and gentlemen. We are going to take a break because I need one. And then we will come right back in just a little bit and we'll be talking Star Wars Visions. Did we like it? Did we hate it? Favorite episodes, favorite characters, all the all the good story points, all that stuff. So we'll be right back after this. Don't go anywhere. I'll put some music on for the Twitch viewers. For those of you watching on YouTube or the MP3, this will be instant an instant break for you guys. So we'll be right back. Let me just set up the Be Right Back screen. And don't go anywhere. We'll be back. And we're back, everybody. Sorry for a little bit of long break there, but sometimes you gotta, you gotta, you need a few minutes. Uh, hope you're all back. We're gonna hop into the second half of the show, Star Wars Visions. Let me put that in the text below us so people know what we're talking about. So if they haven't seen it, they'll come in and be like, "Oh man, I haven't seen that yet. I need to get out of here so I don't get spoiled." So let me put that yep. in there for you. Star Wars Visions. We'll put spoilers on the end there. Not spoilers. That's not right. Spoilers. Nope, not spoiler eggs. I'm just mistyping all over the world today. Uh, There we go. All right. 
So yeah, where do we start, Daniel? Let's pull up. I'm gonna pull up the so, episode. So did you like here. it? Did you how 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 did you feel about the uh, the the series uh, or the season as a whole here? As a whole, I enjoyed it. Yes, there are some episodes obviously I liked more than others, but the, I don't think there's necessarily a bad episode in the bunch. Uh, I really enjoyed uh, a lot of it, and some of it I would like. I would love spinoffs. I was like, I would love for yeah, oh, this to absolutely. be a series. Absolutely. I would love to follow these characters. I want to know more, you know? Um, so I take it you feel the same, roughly? Yeah, yeah. there's a, there's several episodes that I immediately was like, yo, I need to see the continuation of this, like, fucking ASAP, dude. Like, I need, I need a sequel to this, like, right now. Uh, absolutely, man. Yes. So uh-huh. we had nine episodes for season one, uh, which I say I keep mentioning season one because they very likely will be doing a season two. I know the producers were in talk saying that, you know, they were interested in doing a season two. I hope they do, because I really enjoyed this season very much. Yeah. And I yeah, I want to see an, I want to see another season. I want to see more of this. I think this show is fantastic. Yeah, in some ways, um, this so, is this is Star Wars What If in, in some kind of ways, you know? Like, a little bit. Yeah, in some ways, uh, indeed, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I we definitely had nine episodes. More. The first one was The Duel. Second one was Tatooine Rhapsody. Third one is The Twins. Fourth is The Village Bride. Fifth is The Ninth Jedi. Sixth is T.O.B. 1. Seventh is The Elder. Eighth is Lapin Ocho, and ninth is Akakiri. Now, I watched this. I watched all nine in both English and Japanese. So I watched it sub and dub. Um, for those of you, for those anime fans out there, uh, I watched them both. I watched it in English first because you know, like I wanted to hear that English voice cast, and I was very excited to hear it and see it that way i didn't have to worry about that about looking at the the captions and and, and whatnot um so i watched it in english first and then i watched it in japanese um some episodes i think work a little better in japanese like the tatooine rhapsody one like when when homie gets singing it you it sounds like so more so much more anime when you hear a Japanese dude singing it instead of you know, uh you know uh, Joseph Gordon Levitt, you know. But I mean overall, I think like some episodes didn't matter. Like I think the duel works either way in Japanese or English. Like that one is just the first one. I think that one just works really well uh, mm-hmm. in general. Um, so you know it was it was interesting seeing the differences like that and you know. Just seeing how did you did you count how many times they fucking said I have a bad feeling about this in all of these episodes? I didn't count it, but I know it's a lot. But it was uh, it was like all, they had one in like almost every episode. I want to say it's like one. They had like five of these episodes had like one. I have a bad feeling about this. I think so. Like more than half of these had that. You know what I mean? Which is kind of kind of nuts but uh i mean it makes i mean you know you have all these different anime studios making their own you know star wars so 
there's bound to be some things that everybody wants to do in a Star Wars, and I guess one of them is to throw in. I have a bad feeling about this. And another thing is, goddamn, were there a lot of lightsabers in this show? Yes, I think I it even was... said before the show came out, I was like, I hope there's not like a lot of Jedi. Almost every fucking episode is almost just about like that, you know? Like every episode, I think, had a lightsaber in it. Mm-hmm. Which I love lightsabers and Jedi and Sith and stuff, so I loved it. But I, I loved more it. Sense, some of them made more sense than others to have. I just wanted to so. say I love it, but I just and and it's not a knock. It's not like I don't love it for for being that. Obviously, if if somebody threw Star Wars at me and and like it's all different companies, they're probably yeah. all gonna want to make Jedi shit because that's what like the biggest thing, right? But I would have loved to see some like. Some Mandos. I would have loved to seen like uh, just anything, uh, but they just loaded up heavy on the Jedi, which is fine. It's cool, and the lightsabers and Sith and all that dark Jedi and all that shit. Like that's totally cool. Um, hopefully, next time they do another season, I would love to see more variety. But what's interesting with them all doing like heavy on the Force, heavy on the lightsabers, heavy on all that stuff is like. You get to see everybody's different take on it, right? Even though yeah. they're they're all like connected. Here's their take of uh of the duel, and here's the take of the twins, and here's this take of the ninth Jedi, you know, and all that stuff. You know, like yeah. So that's that's cool. And and the elder, I need to mention the elder because I, I like that episode. Oh, dude, the elder was one of my favorite ones. Yeah. Yeah. Which okay, so let let's get into that. So there were nine episodes. What were your favorites? Because I can t- I can tell you like the top three off of my head. Yeah, top me, three are easy. Yeah. For me, yeah, the ninth Jedi is at the top, dude. I think the That's ninth the same. Jedi was. Yeah. That episode is a fucking incredible, dude. That's the one I want oh, to spin off of the most. Is I want more shit, than ninth Jedi. Same. So the ninth Jedi is at the top. I I was expecting to like the like before we. Like when we saw the, the 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 teasers and all that stuff, you know the 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 early the, the early stuff before we knew what the hell most of these episodes were going to be about. I thought that the elder was going to be my favorite, um, but I would have to place that one at number two. But that's just because how fucking blown away I was by the ninth Jedi. Because goddamn, that episode is fucking phenomenal. So I would have the ninth Jedi at number one, the elder at number two. And then, like the top, the third one, I'm kind of, I, I maybe the duel, but I, I really like the village bride as well. Mm-hmm. The village bride is up there for me. So if if I can cheat a little bit, my top three is uh, the ninth Jedi, the elder, and then a tie between the village bride and the duel. So okay, that's what I for, would have. For me, it's the ninth Jedi. There's so much in there that I love. There's so oh much in God, there. Dude. You I could bring any of that into canon, just yeah. about you know. Like I would love I fucking Night Jedi. Uh, this is a this is a, uh, this is a good this is a good discussion we can have on that. Yeah, uh, the second one I would have to say either. No, I have to put the duel at number two, and the the third one is uh, I have the same issue you're having. It's the Village Bride, but it's the Elder, right? Like that's where I want to put mm-hmm. those two. I really yeah. enjoyed those two, and I've really loved. The Village Bride, like it just has some fucking badass moments. That it has great, great music. It yeah. has it has a very even some very light romance in there. Not like, like super romance, but like there's I mean it's yeah. called the Village Bride. You know, but um yeah, yeah, like those those episodes are 
like my favorites. Like I could sit there and watch yeah. from the Ninth Jedi. So I, I've been on YouTube we, trying to find reactions for it and shit. So <laughs> it gets crazy. Yeah, so basically, we have a top four. So it, it, and it's yeah. and it's the duel, the Village Bride, the Ninth Jedi, and the Elder. Those are our top four, just in like the, slightly different orders, you know. So yeah, those those are easily my favorites as well. Um, well, okay, I know this gonna seems to, this is gonna seem kind of negative, elements. but what's yeah. like your least favorite one? What's like what's least like the favorite? one that? Because I'll tell you right now, mine is Tatooine Rhapsody. Like Tatooine that is, Rhapsody? Okay. Uh, but I did only watch it in the dub. Like I I watched all my episodes in the dub. I didn't have time really to do sub. Yeah. Um, I mean, not su- yeah sub. Um, so that could be why that one's in the my bottom. And yeah, and I. Akakiri was kind of it was cool, but it was like to me it was a little predictable and like um Akakiri to uh, me was if the art yeah. style was a little weird. Yeah, for me. Yeah, as well. the art style was it felt like a, like older anime kind of art style. That one, if I'm being honest, Akakiri was the most disappointing one to me, if if, if I can say that. Yeah. Because I was kind of expecting it to be like a little bit more than the ending. It just kind of ends and you're like, wait, that's it? Yeah, you're like you're like, huh? Like I wanted, like I was expecting this to be more than that. So, I was a little disappointed by that one. Uh, but I mean, you know what? I I think we should just go through like each episode. Yeah, let's do it. We'll, we'll talk about it. So the first one, we'll get into that. The duel. Uh, we'll, we'll start. We'll go from one to nine. Uh, and yeah, so the first episode, the duel. It's an all black and white. It's very, very Kurosawa, very old school samurai Japanese. Uh, it looks cool. Delio. It's so cool how they did it too. And the uh, the synopsis for it is: a wandering stranger with a mysterious past defends a village from powerful bandits. Uh, yeah, the the art style very, very cool. I I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, this was yeah, like like we 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 said it already. It was it was one of our favorite episodes for both of us. Um, I really like the Ronin character with his little, uh, with his little droid companion with the straw hat. And then the, uh, the, um, the villain for this episode, which was, um, that lady with the, um, with the umbrella lightsaber. My my favorite part of this episode is when she pops pops up on the when you first see her and the music's playing and you see her heels and the music just swells. I just like yeah. Oh, I love this. I love that part. It's like my favorite part of the episode and that music's just playing and it's like you know shit's about to go down. Um, yeah, I just wanted to mention that since you were mentioning the the Sith lady. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Which, by the way, her name is Koru. Uh, who claimed to be a dark lord of the Sith? Remember when when they were like uh, uh, when she was talking to the bounty hunters that were defending the uh, the town. Character Which, by the way, great. speaking of the bounty hunters, they were fucking cool, dude. You had a yes! Trandoshan with like vibro blades or your katanas or whatever, and like there was a Doug on a probe, like controlling a probe droid with like blades and shit, and. Mm-hmm. There was the 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 RA seven droid with the fucking mini mini gun repeater thing, and like there was a Tuscan Raider dude. That was so cool. I was what like, look at these dudes like, fucking shit up. Hell yeah, yeah. Like, <laughs> I'm gonna like, I'm gonna shit on the sequels really quickly, but it's it, but just because you know, I, I 
one thing that they did not do was use a lot of aliens that we we're familiar with. Mm-hmm. And this episode alone, they give you like so many aliens that we're familiar with. And it's like, man, like I get that when you're making a movie, you want to create your own stuff to add to the universe and, and whatnot. But like, it would also be nice if they threw in stuff we were familiar with, you know, like that. Yeah, so, bro. Let me tell you, when little... I saw that Trandoshan with the two swords, I was like, fuck yes. Yeah. Fucking Trando, fucking shit yeah, up, dude. go. Like, it I was, was in. It was amazing. It was so good seeing that, you know? And then, like uh-huh. I said, the Doug on the probe droid and the Tusken Raider dude and the RA7 man, droid. My poor Trandoshan gets fucked up, though. He uh, really does, man. That when 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 that lady sticks her lightsaber umbrella through him and like opens it up, I was like, God damn, he's fucked, dude. But he was like, he's pretty fucking brave for Trandoshan. Like that dude, that dude is though, like yeah. he's like, Don't don't fucking engage in close combat. Get out of here. You don't stand a chance. So that like yeah. he's a fucking he's he's he was smart. I liked I liked that he wasn't just a dumb lizard. He was like in charge. You know what I mean? Like, I know it's a little yeah. thing that he's a nobody character. But he made a fucking impression on me that I really enjoyed. So, um, yeah, it, I, you know, like uh, I'm glad that that we got some like, even though they're just nameless guards, bounty guys, whatever they are, like they weren't just treated as fucking fodder. They could kick a little ass and did. So they they, they tore up those those bandit dudes like mm-hmm. real quick. They They tore them up, man. Also love the character design of the uh, the Ronin and the and the Dark Lady, like they look so cool. Yeah, the Ronin and uh, and Koru both look pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, one of the things that is is a recurring theme in this uh, in these episodes is that there's a lot of ladies with heels that whoop ass, <laughs> and, uh, and Koru was one of them. She stepped outside. The first thing you see, they point down. You see her heels. You know, you see her feet with the heels on. Uh, they start shooting at her. She pulls out that lightsaber umbrella, and it goes ham, dude. And it's you're like, man. I'm glad also, they don't overuse you, that, by the way. The umbrella. Yeah, they, they they just use it like the from what we see in the trailer, and then like we see her use it to fight the bandits. But after that, like once the Ronin pops in, she's like, all right, time to time to get down to business. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad. You I'm know? glad they don't let it hang around longer than it needs to. She does some badass moves with it. She murders the shit out of the Trando also, with it. Also, I, I, I know a lot of people are gonna hate this, but I love the fact that she flew with it like like the like the Inquisitors <laughs> and Rebels do. That shit is so good, dude. Yeah, I mean, she just floated down with it. It was fine. It makes it was totally sense. Cool. Like, like you can hate that all you want, but that makes sense, bro. Tell me you wouldn't do that if you could. No, like, if I had it, I'd do it. I would. Like, yeah. you know. Come on, like that makes so that makes total sense, dude. Like you can come on, hate that all you want, but that's come on. I think anyway, I think yeah. they found a good uh, good middle ground with it. Like they use it a little bit, and then yeah. they she tosses it away, and it's fine. So yeah, 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 yeah. So yeah, she has a good design. Uh, all, all actually, every character in this episode I think has a great design. Mm-hmm. They all look good. The little kid would had some balls too, you know. When he's like, "Who's yeah, uh, who's the camp leader?" And he's well, like, I'm the Sandy. fucking like, chief. I'm, I'm like, look at this chief, kid. You've taken too much. Yeah, and then he's like. And then he's like, "Yo, duck, because the, the the bounty hunters are gonna take take out the bandits." And he just you know, throws his hand up, and they start shooting. I'm like, "I'm all about it." I'm like, "This kid's a badass." Yeah. <laughs> so that that was pretty cool. Did you notice in the background of the fight there is a original Star Wars like original like movie like like 1977 Star Wars like A New Hope poster in the background? No, I did not see that. So I, I, I actually did. Somewhere. 
I took a screenshot of it and I posted it on my Discord server. I will put I will link it to you in the chat, so you can show the uh, the viewer the you know the the people that are watching the video live. If, if you're if you're listening to this on Spotify or you know wherever the the MP3 version or wherever you're listening to this, you obviously can't see what Josh is about to show. But there you go. In in the fight, right before the Ronin and Koru are about to fight. Or right before they're about to get down to the duel, on the left side, there is a Star Wars like original poster, like on top of one of the buildings, and it is a cool little Easter egg. So definitely like oh, keep an eye on, on that next time you watch it. Yeah, it's right here, guys. I did yeah, not so see that. Cool. That's something uh, that I noticed for sure. But that is. But yeah, the, the, but yeah, this is a this is a great episode. I like how they the only color is like very like you know the little blue green lights and the lightsabers are like basically the only color right like that was yeah. such a good choice to do in this episode it's very clever very much enjoyed and it. then i got like duel of the fates hints in the music yep. a little bit there was like slight hints of that and then like the duel itself kind of reminded me of like the uh, vader and obi-wan duel in uh in uh on mustafar you know revenge of the sith the anakin obi-wan duel it reminded me of that, like like when they're like in the lava fighting on like a piece of whatever, you know, because in this fight, they're like on a tree and then like Toru cuts the tree and it turns into a log and they fall into the the, the river and they're fighting on the river on top of a log and they're just dueling it out like they're it reminded me of that fight, you know? Yeah. Um. And yeah, it was it, it, it was it was really cool. I like the way that they they resolved the duel and everything you know like the ronin tricked her and you know he, he he got the one up and you know she was a little too cocky about her you know her actions and uh turned out to be her downfall mm -hmm. um so that was pretty clever how he did that um i also thought it was interesting before the fight even started how she was like oh you're a jedi right and uh he's like he doesn't say anything until he pulls out his red saber as well. And she's like, oh, shit, you're not a Jedi. Or or, or, or she's like, your blade is red. And he's like, unfortunately, I am not a Jedi. Yeah. I thought that was pretty, pretty dope. It's, it's, there's some there's a lot of dope moments in this um, kind of moments that are like a little surprising like that. Like when he yanks the saber out and it's red. When he when he takes the kyber crystal and he opens his shirt to put it in there and he's got more in there it's like i'm immediately intrigued in i immediately yeah. want to know what the fuck are you doing why do you have so many you know what i mean yeah, like yeah. um this is one of those episodes that left me wanting i want more and i want to know more i want to know more about these characters i want to know why he yeah, why the ronin is doing what he's doing well hmm. luckily for you josh and anyone else who wants to know more they are doing a novel for this character it That's is called dope. ronin a visions novel uh written by emma miko kendon uh it's based on the uh on this episode and it expands on it a little bit more there is a there's a publisher summary if you uh, if you want me to read it i will go ahead and do that yeah go it ahead. is uh, a mysterious form of sith wanders the galaxy in this stunning star wars tale an original novel inspired by the duel from star wars visions animated anthology the Jedi are the most loyal servants of the Empire. 
two decades ago, Jedi clans clashed in service to feuding, to feuding lord, to feuding lord. Sorry, sickened by this endless cycle, a sect of Jedi rebelled, seeking to control their own destiny and claim power and serve service of no master they called themselves sith the sith rebellion failed succumbing to infighting and betrayal and the once rival lords unified to create an empire but even an empire at peace is not free from violence for uh, far on the edge of the outer rim one former sith wanders accompanied by only a faithful droid and a ghost of a less civilized age he carries a lightsaber but claimed lineage to no jedi clan and pledges allegiance to no lord. Little is known about him, including his name, for he never speaks of his past, nor his regrets. His history is that is as guarded as the red blade of destruction he carries sheathed as his, at his side. As the galaxy's perpetual cycle of violence continues to interrupt his self-imposed exile, and he is forced to duel an, 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 an enigmatic... Rewind. He is forced to duel an enigmatic bandit claiming the title of Sith. It becomes clear that no amount of wandering will ever let him outpace the specters of his former life. So there you go. That is uh, the description of that. And uh, here is also a cover of the novel if you want to see it. Oh, hell yeah. That's great. Just let me fix Daniel's game. Um, yeah, this looks awesome. Here we go. That would look good on the so they are, Again, they are doing a novel for that, for anybody interested in hearing or seeing, reading about more of his story. So obviously, based off that description that I said, it's very, like, very non-canon, very, like, alternate history type type deal. Um, but yeah, still very, very cool. Yeah, still, still I, I, a dope-ass story. Yeah, it really is. I like how he gave the kid one of the Kyber crystals too at the end, right before he left. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Take this; it wards off evil, or whatever," you know. And I'll, I'll be honest with you. All I can think when he did that is like, "Nah, that shit's gonna attract somebody's attention." <laughs> <laughs> you know, <laughs> some kid with a Kyber crystal. Like, what the hell? Yeah. Um, uh, but yeah, I really enjoyed that episode. It's a good starter episode. episode though, yeah. Yeah, it's sure. good to get you warmed up and get going. That one was was brought to us by Kamikaze Duga. So shout out to them for that one. That one's yeah. <laughs> it's good stuff. Uh, let's move on to the second episode. If you have nothing more to say about the no, Duel no, Rush. no, please, please continue. So the next one is called Tatooine Rhapsody. Which is a rock opera type dealio. Um, and yeah, I mean, I like this episode, but yeah, it's 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 you know one of the one of the probably the the the, the weaker ones, you know. I like, need to rewatch it with the subs and the, the Japanese yeah. just to see how better yeah. it is. Because I'm sure it's ten. That when he when he starts singing, I'm like, this is singing, probably it's, it's, so it's, much better. It's, probably, it's better in Japanese, yeah. Yeah. That being said, though, watching it in Japanese, I missed hearing Tamora Morrison's voice as Boba because no one can replace that man. Right. Is uh, Boba Fett is in this episode, voiced by Tamora. Uh. 
Yeah, so this one starts off with uh, you see a Jedi running away from battle. Middle of the Clone War, you see a bunch of dead clones and B2 or B1 battle droids and some B2s. Um, and he's like running off a factory or something and he falls down into a vehicle where there's a hut and he asks him like, you know, what, what he is or who he is or something like that. And uh, he doesn't answer. And then we see like a time jump and he's a part of this band called the Star Waver where the hut who's called geezer is uh, playing a bass and then you have like a multi like i don't even know what it is uh, he has like multiple heads or something like that hey like multiple headed alien called lon playing on the drums and then you got a droid on the on the guitars and then you have a droid v5 for the uh for the for the mixing that's another you know another thing i noticed these these episodes have a shit ton of droids there's like a droid in every episode in this right mm -hmm. like there's there, there's always like the little sidekick droid you know that each char main character has like pretty damn near on all of them um yeah so boba approaches uh the band while they're playing because jabba wants geezer um but he kind of shoots kind of like a flamethrower at him, and they all. Yeah, there's a flamethrower guitar, away. like fucking Mad Max. <laughs> yeah, flamethrower guitar, they all run away. Uh... But Boba chases him down, and eventually he captures Geezer. Um... And then, like, Jay and the rest of the guys, which, you know, Jay's the name of the Jedi. Uh, kid turned lead singer. Um, he tries to fight Boba, but his lightsaber kind of short circuits and malfunctions and doesn't end up working out. Um, and then Boba, yeah, just leaves with Geezer, and then you know they all leave. And even like this episode, even though like it was, it wasn't like. It isn't like the best one. I I, I still kind of dig the art style though. Like it's 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 a it's a very like particular kind. But I, I mean I don't know. I I, I uh -huh. like the way it looked. Like they made they made Boba Fett look like like very uh, for somebody who looks like a badass. They made him look uh, very like I don't know very cute and very chibi and like you know, yeah that, that everybody's kinda, a, kinda a chibi Everybody, chibi yeah uh. yeah that's that's. You know, so I, I like the way that that the characters looked and 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 all that stuff. Um, but anyway, the the basically they like kind of strike a deal with Jabba to like let them play a tune before they execute Geezer, and like the the gist of it is they like play so well that you know the crowd. They, first of all, they're playing at the. Uh, at the uh fuck what is it the um the the Boonta eve you know like where the where the pod racers event is they're playing at that and there's like a huge crowd and java's there with bib fortuna and and boba and everything and they're playing in front of the crowd and they play so well that like you know you you, you can't you can't execute anybody after that right the, the crowd wants more songs and 
even Jabba and Boba and the guys enjoy the tunes as well. So it's you know it it, it ends up in a, on a, on a happy note. And Jay even asked Jabba like, "Yo, we're gonna we're we're gonna be the best man in the galaxy, so we're gonna give you a chance to be our you want you want to be our sponsor, you know like." So you know, it's 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 a bit of a, 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 a an episode on a lighter note, you know, like it's more of a fun, you know, fun uh, musical. <laughs> it's it's lighter, but I couldn't help but be like, this is fucking dark. When he's like, Java's gonna let us play one song before you're executed, and I'm like, God damn. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's you know, it's still Star Wars, right? You gotta have, you gotta have a little bit of a little bit of something in there. <laughs> I'm like, fuck. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I I like I had fun with it, even though it's not like you know. Yeah. At the top for me, but yeah, I like the art style. I like uh, voice cast was good. Like I said, you got Tim, you got Tim on on the English one, and and Joseph Gordon Levitt on uh, as Jay, and yeah, I mean, it was, it was it was fun. It was a fun little episode, you know. Like I I, mm-hmm. I liked it. It was it was very cool seeing something that we don't normally see in Star Wars, which is having like a band, you know. Mm-hmm. Like having like this type of music, like we like we've seen bands before, like you know the Cantina band, you know the, the Figure and yeah. Dan and the Modal Notes from from the from the uh, you know the the the, the most Eisley Cantina or you know the when the, when we the think of Star Wars, Mazda's Castle, you know? we always think of like higher stakes than just watching a band, though, right? Like like it's always yeah, it's like, like it's, it's just, saving you know, the galaxy again, you know? Like this is yeah, just kind I mean, of like a. A more focused, here, smaller. Here scale. you have a, a small story with a man just trying to play mm-hmm. the tunes and save, which the is friend, cool. You know? Yeah, yeah. Not so every story has to save was, the world. Yeah, I thought it was fun, man. So I, I, I thought it was, yeah, I, I thought it was pretty neat. I, I liked seeing the, 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 the Clone War stuff at the beginning, and then you know you skip later on to some of the, uh, the other, uh, you know, the the more uh, you know. Tatooine side of things once once the time after the time jump and whatnot and you get to see Jay like not be a Jedi. You know, just just again, just the band being the band, playing their tunes, singing their singing their music. And yeah, I, I this is one of the ones that I think uh sorry, I had to sneeze real quick. That Bless this you. is one of the episodes that I think thank you. This is one of the episodes that I think uh definitely like when you listen to the music portion of it, probably uh, is better in uh, in 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 Japanese just because like when when they start singing and you hear it, it it's it's like super anime right like when they start like you know that kind of thing yeah that is like when you listen to it in Japanese you're like holy fuck this is like super fucking anime dude because in English it's like it's all right but like yeah when you listen to it in in Japanese it's like unmistakably like all right this is this is well and truly star wars anime right here with you know the band and the music and just the way how how cute like the characters look and shit you know like even they may even make jabba look cute bro and this is this fat space (laughs) slug thing like moving its tail to the music and whatnot like they, they made that fucker look cute you know like goddamn and then boba dude did you notice boba was drinking like boba tea or some shit yeah, I like, dude. I, I was like, "Oh my god, they did it, dude!" But anyway, yeah. I mean, it was it was a it was a fun little episode. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that was that's Tatooine Rhapsody. It was it was again really cool seeing like a musical 
music type type deal type deal. It wasn't a musical per se, but it was like you know, there was it, it, your, your 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 main characters are a band, so it was it was, it was something out of the ordinary for Star Wars, which I thought was pretty cool. Yeah. So yeah, that's Tatooine Rhapsody again. I liked it. I I, I personally liked it. Uh, it was. It was, it was here's it what was I here's what I mean. Like when, so familiar, you know. When I say I don't like something in here, I'm not saying like I, I'm not. It's not like I don't like it. It's fine. It's just like yeah. It just wasn't my favorite. Like I don't think out of the nine episodes, there's any that I really hate. Like I still liked most of them, even if it wasn't I'm like my tops. That. Yeah, I need to clarify that because I feel like some people are like, Josh hates this because he's not saying anything on it. No, I just don't know what to say on it. You know what I mean? Like, like um, it's different. It's 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 fine. I need to watch it in the dub. It just wasn't my favorite. You know, I still enjoyed it. <laughs> um, I still enjoyed it just fine. Um, yep. A band with big dreams must save one of their own from Jabba the Hutt and Boba Fett. There's a little synopsis for that one, but we just talked mm-hmm. over about it, so whatever. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, we can move on to the next episode, The Twins. So, um, or, or actually, to go back to that last one, that one the, the Tatooine Rhapsody was by Studio Colorado, so in case you're wondering who was that, who that was by. Anyway, uh, The Twins, made by Trigger. Before 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 we start, this is the one that I thought this is going to be the most interesting out of the bunch. Uh, I did not end up liking this one as much as I thought I was going to. This is one of those types of deals for me. I thought so, this was going to be cooler. The way that I felt about this episode, I thought this episode was weird as fuck, dude. It is. It's so like, weird. Is, to me, this is the weird, probably one one of, if not the weirdest one out of all of them. And I and listen, TOB one is a little weird too, but. They do shit in this that makes no fucking sense. I saw, I've seen this episode multiple times now, obviously. And every time I watch it, I'm like, this episode makes no fucking sense, dude. So if there's a bizarre, if, if we get to choose one episode for like being bizarre, for me, it's this one. Because I'm, I'm going to be honest, I, I'm, not, I'm not a big fan of it as, as much as other people are. Like, I've seen people that love this episode. They're like, oh, you know, I, I, you know it was great. Twins and everything. I'm like, nah, dude, this one. Uh-huh. This one's weird, man. This one's I thought weird. I was gonna so, like it more than I ended up liking it, which I didn't. So this one is uh, twin. Yeah, yeah, I, I get you. Twins born into the dark side clash aboard a massive star destroyer. That's the synopsis for that one here, real quick. Um, so this one was one of the two made by Trigger. Trigger made two of the episodes. They made this one, and then the, another one we'll get to down later on the list. But yeah, the twins. Um, so you have this one's set like, I mean, listen, none of these episodes really have like a clear timeline of when they're set, but you can kind of guess. This one is very like original trilogy or like you know, uh, OT era type stuff. But I mean, it's not canon, so you know you're not supposed to be like, oh, you know, it could fit in here, well, you know, because it, it none of this shit fits in. Like none of this is none of this is like you know. Anyway, um, so you have a, a set of twins. It was cool how they were explaining, like, you know, here's this, these two big-ass Star Destroyers that are connected by a big, guess guess what? Another planet-killing weapon, because we, we don't have enough of those. Yeah. Um, and then there are these two, these two Darth Vader bootleg-looking twins that have, you know, armor from head to toe when they don't need it at all. Um... Yeah, so that that was uh 
that was a little, uh, you know, that was a little weird. Uh, but there's a lot of other weird shit in this episode. Like, I like the voice cast, like the 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 English voice cast. It was. Did you did you see who 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 voiced the uh, who who voiced them, Josh, for this episode? Uh, yeah, but I have since forgotten because I was looking as so, I went. So our girl Allison Bree, obviously from Glow, that, and that's things, right. She she was um, and then Kare was a Neil Patrick Harris. Um, yeah, yep, yep, yep. So like I when I, as I was watching the episode, I could like totally, uh, I could totally, uh hear her voice when she got like angry like you could totally i could hear annie from glow just getting all, mm-hmm. all pissed mm-hmm. off uh but anyway uh yeah th- this episode is so weird dude like i don't this might be like towards the bottom of the list for me just because of how weird it is same, there's some really same. Cool, there's some really cool stuff in this don't get me wrong like the the closing shot like of the x-wing and the sand on tatooine that is probably one of the coolest closing shots out of all these episodes. But there's this episode is just way too weird, man. It's su- it's like I feel like out of all of them, this is like the most anime because of how bizarre and strange and and for a lack of better term, how extra this episode is. It is so yeah. fucking extra, dude. Yeah. It's it's too much for me, man. Like I, I like it just they they over they overdid it, man. They they went overboard on this one. Um, so yeah, you have the two, the two siblings and one of them kind of defects to, cause he's like, you know what? I'm, I'm sick of being here. And he like takes the crystal, the kyber crystal away from the super killer, the, the power killer. And then like he escapes, stormtroopers find him. They try shooting them with the, uh, with the, uh, what is it? The uh, the stun stun bolts, and he like freezes yes, them and so. throws them back to the stormtroopers. They get knocked down. He escapes. They catch him in the hangar. He tries to escape. The droid pulls up the X wing. They blow up the the ATSTs and kill the stormtroopers. And it looks like he's on his way to leave. She somehow ends up on top of the star destroyer to use the force to reach his ship from stopping. And then this is where it just gets like off the rails. Like she like somehow is able to breathe in space throughout all of this. And like I guess the 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 suit or whatever that she's wearing like messes her I mean it they do the droid does mention this. The droid, I forget the name of the droid, but the her, but the girl's droid, Am's droid. He 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 mentions to her that like you know you should be careful with that suit because it could you know fuck you up or whatever, you know for I'm I'm kind of summarizing obviously he doesn't say that but you, you get what I'm saying, mm-hmm. and like her, she does get messed up, she ends up like turning into General Grievous. She has like six arms or you know whatever and like a bunch of lightsabers and they all turn into like spaghetti sabers and they're like twirling around and moving everywhere and I. Th- so weird, dude. It's like, a it's a little much. Shit, it, it's it's a it's it's super extra. I, I I don't like it. If I'm being whereas honest, I don't like whereas it the duel has the the umbrella thing, they don't overuse it here. They do the spaghetti thing, and the extra arms and all these extra lightsabers. And I'm like, here I feel like it gets overused a little bit. And I'm just not a I'm just not about it personally. Like, um, uh, 
Which is a little bit of a bummer because, like, I find the concept that they're twins and they're created for this purpose. Like, I think that's cool. And then they kind of, like... Obviously, they didn't... You know, it's all short. All all this stuff was really short. Um, And they don't... They kind of explain why he's, like, turning away. But at the same time, it's like... It feels like it needs more. A little more time in it, yeah. And they just like, can't oh, get to I, it. I, I did it to stop you from dying or whatever, uh-huh, right? Yeah. It's like kind of like what it kind of. She's like, oh, "Where are you? Care. Where are you this going?" Is... Yeah, it, it's so uh, weird. And then they're also, like, why is there a random X-wing here out of all these Tie Fighters and things? Like, no well, offense, if but you, like... if you notice in the hangar, they have like a shit ton of different ships. Why? I guess the people making the episode were just like, well, "Let's fuck it. Let's just throw in whatever we want. We can do whatever we want, right?" Yeah, because I noticed there was like a Jedi interceptor, there was like a A wing, there was an X wing, they had Tie Fighter. There was there was like a bunch of different ships for like no reason, like no reason. It made no sense, but they were there. And yeah, th- th- I just yeah, I don't I don't like this episode, man. It's so weird. It's it's they so did some compressed. weird shit. We didn't even get to like the hyperdrive, fucking super yeah, like, lightsaber, so, like all that he, weirdness. He, he like pulls the Holdo maneuver from Last Jedi when they split the Star Destroyer in half, and mm-hmm. but except it's him with an X-wing and a super long lightsaber that is also weird and like, and he's very a very easily able to surgically cut out that crystal in his sister's armor and then like yeah. i'm just like i don't buy this i don't buy that you'd have that much control over this thing you know like, yeah no and then again somehow he's still able to breathe in space like why even wear suits at all or anything like why even need a ship if you can just walk around in space you know without hmm. having it any effect on you it just it was so weird man it made no sense so like he splits her from the suit and like he like leaves, they go off into hyperspace and they leave, and she's like floating in space without her suit on. And for some fucking reason, she and he can breathe in space without a problem. But the droid somehow needs to put on a helmet to come oh and save my God. her. It felt like they just poking fun at it. Yeah. I was like, how does this make any fucking sense at all whatsoever? It doesn't make any goddamn sense. It's, this episode is bizarre. It makes zero sense to me. Yeah, it's a little silly. And again, it has some cool stuff like you know the X-wing crashing on on the on the planet, and you know that old that old closing shot is amazing, and you know there there is some cool stuff in here like when he, I mentioned earlier, like when he stops the the stun bolts with the force and like sends the, the stormtroopers back and everything stuff like that is cool but like man this is by far the most extra episode out of all of them it's it's too much dude and i, I it didn't work for me it didn't work for me at all it just it was just the the, the most like super crazy anime episode out of all of them and it just i, I didn't i didn't like it but anyway that's uh, that's the twins. I mean, I don't really have anything else to say about it because I I just I didn't love it as much as everybody else did. No, yeah, no, I I didn't either actually. Which is a shame because was... I thought before before Visions came out, I was like, oh, that's gonna be interesting. Twins, born in the dark side. 
It went, it went, it went too extra for me to enjoy. Too, too extra, yeah. The the gigantic super lightsaber with precision surgical moves yeah. was a little much. Yeah, that was. Uh, yeah, nah, dude. Nah, nah, miss me. Like anyway, that. we can move anyway. on to something else. Moving on because we love our, this what, next one. Yeah. To one of our favorite episodes, the Village Bride is next. A Jedi on the run takes in a unique customs of a of a remote village under threat by a warlord. Um, so this one was definitely like if it was if it was anywhere on the timeline, like if it, this one I feel like could actually be canon, like because it like it doesn't really contradict much of anything really. Mm-hmm. Like they have battle droids in it. Like it this is like set like after like maybe. Episode three, probably, you know. Um, but anyway, it's uh, you know, you see a, a a green planet from space, and there's a there's a mass woman, and there's a you know with with a male companion, yeah. who's who's an older dude. Uh, and he t- and he talks about like her Jedi master and 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 whatnot. Um, but there's like a local village being raided by like super or battle droids and and you know there's there's a warlord and whatnot and um he kind of asks her that he wants to show her something and then he's like yo that mask doesn't suit you and the two watch uh the bride and the groom which the episode is called The Village Bride. So we see the bride, Haru, being carried by Asu. And, uh, you know, they're they're doing their thing. Uh, and as you walk through the planet, you see, like, you know, wrecked probe droids and, and things like that. Um, but Haru and Asu kind of reach a, uh, like a, what is it like a like a platform or something like a, they go through like a cave and they reach a platform and then they they uh they call for what they call magina to rise mm-hmm. and a blue bubble surrounds the the uh the area um and we see a, a, a flashback of uh, Haru playing with uh, her sister and her future husband uh, when they were younger, and uh, they they create like a water fall pool uh, by lifting rocks, and uh, you know stuff starts shaking, and and uh, and then the the older dude whose name is Valko explains that. Uh, people of the world have a deep respect for nature and you know they they live in harmony with the world and and because of the rituals and whatnot uh and then she and then our our masked uh lady character asks if this is what he wanted to show her he says yes but because an old friend of theirs had roots on the planet which was you know the person that uh, we talked about or i mentioned earlier her, her master and uh Haru and Asu reach a summit when the sun sets. Uh, 
later Valko leads the masked woman to the village. Uh, she notices that the world has been exploited and, uh, you know, Valko explains that the separatists have, have like stripped the planet of its natural resources. Um, and then they're at the, uh, the village having like a, a wedding feast. Everybody's just chilling and, and having a good time eating food and drinking stuff and whatnot. And, uh, uh, they kind of have a little bit of a conversation at the table about like, you know, you know, if it's only like basically something along the lines of like, it's polite of, you know, to accept a drink if they, they offer it to you or whatever. And, um, yeah. Uh, she, she basically kind of sees that like the, the girl or that like the, the, the warlord, and the raiders had wanted to take the, the village fast collateral. Oh, Daniel, you lagging a little bit, man. I am not getting good audio right now. Uh oh. Oh, yeah, your camera's frozen. What's going on? I don't know. We good? No? I think you're good. I can hear you now. Okay. Okay. You sound I'm, fine. I'm just, trying, I'm just trying to figure out what's going on because I don't know what happened. Maybe a, maybe a temporary lag spike happens on occasion. Maybe. Uh, anyway. Uh, you're good now. So, yeah. So, basically, she kind of... The, the masked woman discovers that the... Uh, the the like I was saying that the uh, the the warlord and the bandits want to take the the um the uh the, the village chief as like collateral, but his granddaughter Haru has volunteered to take his place. Uh, they're coming to take her in the morning, and uh, yeah, so everybody's kind of like they're 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 a little sad about it, you know, and then like at one point uh. Uh, Haru's sister Saku, you know, says that this isn't right, that she shouldn't have to carry the burden, and that some of them are ready to fight and stand up to defend the village. Um, and then Haru kind of like responds by saying, like, we've already talked about this, like, you know, it's going to happen. Uh, but Saku is determined. And, uh, she she kind of gathers a group of uh you know people that are that are ready to to fight and whatnot um but yeah later later in the night f meditates and uh you know she sees another flashback uh and then at dawn f which is the name of our uh, masked lady it's interesting that they just went and called her F, because like you know, just the, just a letter, right? But F cuts a lock from her hair and removes her mask. The raiders are approaching the village, and uh, the leader kind of uh, reveals that his droids have captured uh, Saku and her followers, 
to uh to Haru and Asu. Uh and then we kind of see how the 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 warlord kind of te- wants to make an example of of uh Saku and he shoots her. But then we we see that it's uh the bolt is stopped by the force. And it's F. She stops the bolt, sends it back to him, knocks him on his ass. And then uh, he kind of takes uh, one of them as, like, hostage. And, uh, you know, he uh, or, or she kind of replies, you know, she kind of let, lets it be known that she's a Jedi, pulls out her uh, her yellow lightsaber, and she... Pulls out those uh, those 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 heels again. Heels, not the first time we've seen these in any of these episodes. She she, she rocks them out, beats towards mm-hmm. the dude, kind of cuts his arm off, and then like stabs him and just because he she takes him down, man. I I enjoy her little speech, like right before that, and she's like, um, "Majima rise and may the force be with you." I get fucking hype when she said that shit. I was like, "Oh fuck, it's about to go down." You know what I'm saying? Because like, if you drop a hot ass line like that right before you whoop somebody's ass, you know it's gonna be good. Like you know, it, it's uh, the, the, the dialogue, the lines are so good in these episodes. This episode in particular, I really enjoyed. And when she just says that, I can't help it. May the force be with you. Get, get chills, and she pops out the lightsaber and she whoops that dude's ass. You know, it's great. Um, This is definitely one of my favorite episodes, for sure. Yeah, same. But yeah, she basically, like, bids her farewells, hops in her Z95, and, and, you know, heads into hyperspace. Which, by the way, I thought it was really cool that they used a Z95 for this. I was like, that's fucking cool. But yeah, this is also one of my favorite episodes. I like the look of F. She, She looks fucking cool with the yellow lightsaber and the mask and, you know... The whole, the whole, her whole look was was great. I like being on this planet in this environment and like seeing, kind of, you know, what's, you know, what the most of these stories are kind of set like in imperial era times, and this is one of those ones that's like in, you know, Clone Wars era type stuff. So I I really appreciated that as well. Um, and yeah, I just like you said, the dialogue is great. The the characters are are, are pretty cool. Um, yeah. Easily one of my favorite episodes. I, I want to see more of more of F for sure. I want to see her in, in, in other stuff. So if they decide to do another uh, or more a season two or more episodes or whatever, I hope that we're able to see more of F story. Mm-hmm. Uh, this episode was made by Kinema Citrus. So uh, good good job to those those people over there. They 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 did a good job in my opinion. I, I really like this episode. And then, yeah, like I said, it was really cool seeing a different colored lightsaber other than blue and red and whatnot. She had a yellow one, so I was like, that's that's awesome. Uh, but yeah, Village Bride, really good. For sure. Now, next up, we have our favorite episode, which is The Ninth Jedi. I can't wait, dude. Cause we're about to get into this one, because uh, this is very, very hype to me. So this one's there's a lot of great misdirection in it too. Really enjoy. Yeah, right off the bat, I love the way the narrator and the way they set up this episode. 
mm-hmm. so cool the the way that they explained it all. Um, I I really liked it, man. It was, it, it I I like before we before visions even like started and before we knew like you know we only knew a little bit about it. I did not expect this one to be end up being my favorite one. Like I'm gonna be real with you. Like again, I Same. thought that the the I thought the elder was gonna be my favorite. Because that one, like you, you could just tell off the bat that that one was awesome, right? But this one, I was like, I, I remember like seeing it in the trailer. I'm like, well, I don't like it looks cool, but I don't know like you know much about it. And then just the way that they set up everything from the top and like, oh man, it's it was it was like it was incredible the way that that they that the that they did this episode like. You know, it's been like many generations since the Jedi, and like you know, an era of wars going on. Like in the Outer Rim planet of High Islan, there's like this Margrave dude who like has been mining for Kyber crystals, and like no one has seen a real lightsaber in like so long. And like he sent out a hologram to like you know, gather people around because he wants to restore the Jedi Order. And you're watching this episode thinking, huh, this dude's a Sith who's going to lead all these unsuspecting Jedi to a trap. That's what you think when you're watching this, you know? Mm-hmm. And then, like, they have, which, which, by the way, one of the characters in this is called Ethan. First of all, it's kind of weird for a dude just to be called Ethan in Star Wars. I'm going to be real with you. <laughs> like, like, we have, like, Another dude in in the elder called like Dan, which is kind of weird for me as well. But then again, it's like, well, we do have Luke, which is kind of a normal name that is used in Star Wars. But I don't know, man. Ethan is just a weird one for me. It's like, yeah, Ethan, you know, like, yeah, okay. But yeah, so we have Ethan and like a bunch of other Jedi, you know, Force wielders. Uh, so we think uh, gathered around in a circle and he's like, yo, are you guys all here for the same thing? You know, is this hologram true? Can we believe it? And then they're like, oh, well, we got sent here same as you did. Uh, they all responded to the same call. And then we see the message of uh, Margrave's Juro. Who, you know, he he tells them the plans of how he wants to restore the Jedi Order and, you know, how he's like the ruler of the planet or whatever. and Check, tells him to go to the aerial temple and he'll present them with a lightsaber. And he urges them to join the fight to unite the war-torn galaxy and restore peace. Um, but yeah. Uh, one of the uh, one of the aliens, the blue dude, says that uh, uh He's not sure if Juro was actually able to reconstruct the lightsabers, but that they had been kyber crystal mining. He has been kyber crystal mining on the uh, on the on the planet, um, and because uh, there's been rumors of that, and uh, they all kind of question if the Jedi, if if Juro is like is that is actually a Jedi, or if he's luring them into a trap. Somebody asked if anyone has ever met Juro before. Uh, no one seems to say that they have. Um, so they're all kind of just like questioning, you know, what the hell is going on. 
Um, but then we kind of like a like a droid pops out of nowhere and into the chamber, and he meets the seven Jedi, and he says that uh, it is true that the Margrave often frights others of his due to his appearance. Uh, but uh, they should be rest assured that uh, he's just an eccentric old man who doesn't, who doesn't, you know, uh, like to stay cooped up in his castle or whatever. And uh, and he and the droid says that Juro will be able to meet them soon. Um, and then we kind of get a shot of you know pan down shot of the planet, and we see a girl named Kara and her droid four nines on a speeder bike and inside the workshop uh is this guy named Zima who is working on assembling a lightsaber uh Farah Zima is Kara's father and uh she asks him if he's able if he's managed to assemble the seven lightsabers uh he says that that he has he he lets his daughter try out one of the sabers, and when she turns it on, it's kind of like it like doesn't have color on it. Yeah, it's kind of like, like a faded out. Um... Yeah, it's like a it's like a faded teal green type thing, and like you, she's like able to adjust the size of it, like up and down, and Zima kind of explains that like you know. I created these sabers to be kind of like attuned to the to the to the wielder, right? So mm-hmm. the color will change, the length, like everything. Which I'm gonna be real, like when I heard that, I was like, I'm not. I wasn't the biggest fan of that because I generally don't like that. Like I, 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 I'm not like no. I'm like no, dude. Like like that. That's like in theory, it kind of sounds cool, but like I was like, nah, man. I don't think I like that. Um, so at first I was like, nah, this is this is this is terrible. Uh but I was like, all right. But as I was watching the episode, I'm like, okay, well let's see what they do with this. Uh now that we know this is the case. Cause I mean, you know, it kind of is like that in 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 canon, right? Like you have to kind of like bleed the crystal if you want to turn it red and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Even though I guess in here technically you you know it doesn't quite work that way. But um but anyway, I'm 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 blabbing on here. Um so anyway, the, the the Kyber changes the lightsaber to whoever's wielding it. Um and he says to her that, you know, her connection to the force isn't strong enough since her blade only has kind of like a like a darker hue to it, right? Uh but he but he's like, you know what, someday, you know, you'll you'll ha- you have natural talent and someday your connection will grow with time. So training. Uh, and I yeah. do like that he says you have natural talent talent. With a lightsaber because it it pays off later on. Um, yeah, we, and she like swings it around and moves it around and stuff while she's messing around with it. And you can see like, yo, she's she's, she's, she's it's not the first time she wields a lightsaber. Yeah, he he says it, and it. she also shows it off early on. So yeah, and she's got she's got the moves. Yeah, and then uh, four nines note the droid notices a a, a passing starship. And and Kara asks if this is one of the Jedi ships, but but Zima's like it can't be since the Jedi were summoned to the Aerial Temple. So uh, the 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 start the ship lands and it reveals some Jedi hunt mass Jedi hunters and Zima's like yo all right, I, I know I know what's gonna happen. I gotta I gotta 
I gotta wrap these lightsabers up, give them to Kara, and we got I gotta get her out of here. So that's what he does. He like, you know, tells her like, you know what, you've you've grown up a lot, and you know he has that like, this is the last time we're gonna see each other, kind of kind of talk, right? And she's like, yo, what, what do you what do you mean, like like what do you mean this is the last time we're gonna see each other? But like she she ends up leaving, and he's like, yeah, you know, he wishes that the force would be with her, and you know, he's she's on her way. Right before that, the uh, or, or right after that, the uh, the Jedi hunters walk in. They like try shooting them. He like uses the I, I I I guess he uses the force to like deflect the blast into like uh yeah you know something and it explodes and they like you know end up outside of the building and like you know they he, he she kind of like is on her speeder bike trying to leave but then she hears all the commotion turns around sees him there. And he's like, yo, get out of here. And then they like knock him out and she like leaves as they're shooting at her. And I just uh, I really like the relationship between him and the daughter. Like you very much yeah. feel it in this when they're when they're talking and he hugs her and stuff like it's yeah. like, yeah, I buy this. This is good. This is great. And then you're immediately like, way, oh, God, he's going to die. <laughs> yeah. Right. Which, by the way, though, the dad was voiced by Simu, which is pretty cool. Yeah. You know, yeah. Shit. Our boy, our boy Shang-Chi voiced the, Shang-Chi. The, it's pretty cool, man. Yeah, the the voice cast of these episodes is pretty great. But yeah, so she kind of leaves, and then uh, she she kind of like arrives at like a what is it like a a spaceport, right? Where it's like a boatman Jedi or of Jedi boatman droid. Uh, well, actually, I'm skipping a part where she's being chased by the Jedi hunter, and she like hops off the speeder. Onto like an icy like, mm-hmm. like she does some like on ice, the ice like backwards shit something. on the speeder yeah, like too, a, like yeah, it deflects yeah, some yeah, shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. You're right. You're right. Yeah. So the reason I like mentioned that is because away. like this is where the I am a she has natural talent with a lightsaber comes in, right? Because she's she's on the back of this fucking speeder, the droids like driving, and she's fucking deflecting blaster bolts with this fucking thing. She's like, there's some great moments. Like, turned around, blasting, you know, blocking the blaster bolts and. Then she like hops off the speeder and like the the Jedi hunters come in, and she like takes a blocks a few more shots and just takes a swipe of the speeder and takes him down. And she's like, "All right, I'm out of here, dude." So she knocks the dude on his ass and she bounces. It's it's free. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. You get to see how like skilled she is with it. And she, yeah, she knows what she's doing, man. Because mm-hmm. uh, even the like hunter I... at one point is senses like like the force is strong with her or something too yeah like like i buy it right i buy that she can deflect those yeah. shots i buy that she can fucking to be skillful enough to fucking cut that goddamn speeder that that guy's on like yeah. i just buy it like because they they're like yeah you got a natural talent yeah she shows it like it said she shows it off she uses it in battle i believed it the whole way you know it's not like yeah. she just magically had the skills <laughs> Kind of, you know, it was great. Yeah, exactly. But anyway, they reach the spaceport and they meet this old like boatman droid. The rest of them are all kind of like taking a power nap or whatever. They're all like shut off or shut down. And one of them is just drinking like oil from like a teacup or something. And she's like, dude, t- please take me to the area temple. We need to go there now. And they do the, the, the like thing where it's like, oh, here's the old character that's taking a sweet ass time to get over there, you know? That kind of thing. Which I'm I on my break. It's pretty funny. 
That yeah. shit was funny. But anyway, the droid reluctantly takes her over there, and they make it to the to the temple, and uh, you know, the Sentinel droids, you know, trying to like manage the impatient uh, Jedi candidates. Uh, one of the one of the female Jedi's or. She's like, yo, something. I sense something coming, and then that's like, and it's the the, the ship with Kara and and four nines. So uh, she drops off. She's greeted at the hangar by the uh, the Jedi's candidates, and uh, you know, Ethan asks Kara who she is. Kara introduces herself as the daughter of the Sabersmith, Zima. Uh, and then uh, you know. She tells them that her father was taken by Jedi hunters and, and begs. She kind of like begs them to help her. She like lays out the lightsabers on the floor. And she's like, yo, use these to come and help me and free my father. And then Akara asks where the Margrave is. And then Ethan asks if he, if, you know, uh, if she knows who's, who, uh, who, who the Margrave is. She, the, she then in turn says that, yeah, she's known, you know, the Margrave since he was a baby. And, uh, Then uh, one of the uh, one of the aliens asks, uh, you know, where uh, where the Margrave could be, and then uh, as the lightsabers are laid out on the floor, you see the, uh, the the potential Jedi candidates pick up the lightsabers, they ignite them, and guess what, dude? They're all red. Yeah. And you're like, Holy shit, dude! I was fucking, I was in awe, dude, of yeah, this no. episode. Watching all and this like, go down, and like, I was expecting some sort of twist. I was not expecting that twist because it's like, oh shit! Like they're yeah. all bad. Oh, they're fuck. all bad except for I'm Ethan, like the, who we see. They set up the whole like thing for it's a, like, a, is this a trap? You know what I mean? Like, yeah, this is some sort of trap, yeah, yeah. right? Like, it's got to be. And like it is a trap, but they're the ones with the trap, and it's like fuck, dude. That is, it's, it's like the that is so fucking good. Dude. I love this episode. <laughs> I so loved much, it. Man. Call an ambulance, but not for me. <laughs> Nine they, lightsabers. They, they do the smart thing of like having the one lightsaber earlier, and then it's Ethan the one that ignites, it, and you see that it's mm -hmm. blue, right? So you're like, okay, mm -hmm. you know, he's. Which, he's by the way, love the design of that lightsaber he picked up. I thought it looked great. Yeah, um, yeah, it was really cool. And then, uh, yeah, so they all ignite their lightsabers. They're red. And uh, the Sentinel droid kind of reveals himself to be Margrave Juro. He pops out of the droid. who was hiding the entire time. He was there the whole time. Mm -hmm. And uh, one of the dudes, like, gives Juro shit for hiding as a droid. And then uh, he says that they're acolytes of the Sith, sworn to the dark side to vow and stop his plan to, you know, to restore the Jedi Order. And then he lunges at Juro. But Jiro's like, the fuck are you doing? He like reaches out with the force, grabs the lightsaber out of his hands. It turns to green, and he like cuts dude in half, bro. I'm bro. Like, oh my god! I'm like the Margrave. The Margrave is a fucking badass. This Let me tell you, dude. That's something that throws Jiro. down. <laughs> Margrave Jiro is my new favorite character, bro. Right? Holy like seriously. Seeing him whoop all that ass was so fucking cool. And you know, and, and listen, if you if you know me, you guys know that a a, a, a dark robed person with a green lightsaber is my vibe right there. That's that's that is my shit right there, dude. 
There's a reason why I love Luke in Return of the Jedi and The Mandalorian so much, right? Black and green, that to me is 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 the combo. That that's that's the that's the best, right? Like mm-hmm. I, my whole streaming, like you know, thing is is black and green. Those those that's my color scheme, right? But anyway, dude, dude is wearing all black with a helmet and a green lightsaber, and he's just whooping ass, and I am loving it, dude. It is mm-hmm. the fucking best. He like he like kills a bunch of these fucking bosses. Yeah, he it does. Is, it is it is awesome. I just I just love that moment where he's like he yanks the saber out, it turns green, it gets a little like a saber guard on the like hand. It has a little ring on it, yeah. Yeah, like a little bit of a guard on there. And it's just yeah. so fucking cool. It's it just a so cool bad, moment. Dude. And then I he backs up his shit. He backs it up by whooping ass. He whoops serious yeah. ass. He kills like I want to say like fucking half of them by himself, dude. Mhm. He's just whooping ass, and then we see Kara like join in on the fight too. And yeah, she starts whooping ass too. She, she fights like three dudes. Yeah, mm-hmm. her lightsaber is still like faded, but then like, you know, as over the course it turns green, and you're like, yes, yeah, her connection's grown. She's, the connection has grown. And she, she, she has she's 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 drawing on the power of the force, and it's growing. And <laughs> you know, and like it's so good. Time I'm watching Ethan. Like, what are you doing, bro? Like, help him out. You know. Cause he's off. He's just on the sideline with his blue saber, like not doing nothing. I'm like, bro, help him out. I'm like, it's just the three of you against all these other bastards. Like, come on, man. But uh, yeah, they eventually like they take everybody down except for one dude who like I noticed in the middle of his his like lock, saber lock with with Kara, her saber turns green and his saber goes from red to purple. Mm-hmm. And he's like. And then Jiro's like, yo, dude, stop this. I know you're not like the rest of these guys. Like, cut it out, you know? Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, you know, the other guys kind of, you know, they, you know, they sway. I was me overwhelmed. I was overwhelmed by their yeah. darkness or something like that. Yeah. And you see his saber turns purple. And like, yeah, he kind of like, you know, uh, uh, you know, sticks with him. And this is all after like Jiro throws a dude into like a pit where he gets roasted alive. And he like pulls out the saber like a badass before he gets. Yes, I'm glad they added that in there. They could have easily just shown him holding the lightsaber. They say they show him do the move and pick up the lightsaber because it's a valuable thing. The whole point of this episode is those lightsabers. I'm so glad they show him pull it out and not just have it. It's a little thing, very small thing. I love it. I'm glad they did it. Yeah, like this is the time where like no one has a lightsaber. Like Jedi. You better show how goddamn valuable it is. So yeah, lightsabers are pretty damn important. And uh yeah, it was I just I fucking love this. I I can't say like enough good things about this. It is so cool. Um but anyway, they they kind of like reunite and and everybody's like leaving uh after they, you know, have their their group and Juro kind of asks Kara to become the ninth Jedi and help them, you know, restore the order and you know uh, and peace, the galaxy, and whatnot, and they kind of, of depart into space, leaving, father, yeah. yeah, leaving the temple behind. And then there's the shot of the like the the temple, and then they kind of do like a reverse thing where it looks like a fucking lightsaber in yeah. space. It's so cool, dude. This this episode has so many good moments from like oh, it's the, fa- so the father daughter relationship good, yeah. that she has with her dad to Juro being a fucking badass to his 
His mask gets destroyed. We get to see what he looks like. He looks fucking dope. Yeah. And we get to see a lot of ass whipping with lightsabers. Like, this episode is absolutely my favorite one out of all of them. It is, it is also my favorite. I, I want to so spin off. I want to spin off. I want to spin off. I want a whole show on this, oh, Yeah, dude. Please. As I'm watching this episode, I'm like, dude, imagine if this is what the sequels were. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, God. It just, it just, like, this is what the sequel should have been, bro. Like, God damn. It would have been so fucking good. But goddamn, I love this episode. I, I what, again, I have nothing, nothing. What to fascinates me, what fascinates fascinates me so much about this episode, but really all of them, is just like how much they pack into such a small amount of time. Yeah, because dude, like they make you, they make you this like, thing really built love these characters in such a short amount of time. This thing built so much and added so much in like however long the episode is. I don't even know how long this episode is. Like. I want to say 20-ish minutes, but I'm not sure if that's exactly right. Because uh, some of them are shorter than that. It's 23 minutes. It's the longest one. I yeah. Think. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, man. I just, shit. Like, if I was going to... I, I, I want to watch it again. I'm going to watch it again. This one's so good. Uh, again, like, I, I've seen it twice. Once in the English and once in Japanese. And it's great in both. Like, it's fucking I'm awesome. S- I'm so glad they didn't spoil... Like, you know how they'll do a trailer for something and they'll spoil the shit out of it? I'm glad yeah. they didn't spoil it. I'm glad they misdirect so much, so much yeah, in this episode. Like, I didn't expect anything from this episode, and it was it ended up being my favorite one because I didn't know shit about it. And They even have Ethan watching... igniting that lightsaber earlier, and it's like, all right, he lights it, it's blue, they're all good, right? Like, this is totally cool. Yeah. <laughs> I love the way they did that, though, because, like, no one else ignites a saber until car brings the rest and mm-hmm. then they all ignited at the same time and they're all red you're like fucking hell dude <laughs> oh, so i get hype just talking about it dude this episode yeah. is so fucking good dude like mm-hmm. easily if any of these were to get like green lit a, a sequel or a series ninth jedi please 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 shout out to a uh, production ig dude honestly it makes me want to watch more of the stuff they've done yeah because goddamn, i love this episode it's so fucking good Um, but yeah, Ninth Jedi, dude. Oh, uh, the daughter of a lightsaber smith is pursued by dark forces while on a dangerous mission. Yeah, I, I absolutely loved it, man. I incredible, phenomenal. I, I, I want more. But uh, Same. yeah, we can uh, we can move on to the next one. I just want to say is, uh, so many so many Star uh, Star Wars D and D ideas from that episode. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs> yes, dude. Oh my god, yeah, man. Uh, also one other thing on that episode before we move on it's just like yeah yeah so many different alien races in that episode like like mm-hmm. a lot of them like and even there and then like they're all bad bad guys <laughs> like it's fucking dope yeah <laughs> like uh but yeah we can move on sorry two, two, it's just two things i wanted to throw on there uh Uh, the next one was TOB1, which uh, was uh, by Science Saru. Uh, in my opinion, this is probably the most wholesome episode of all of them. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the Astro Boy uh, episode here. Um, a cybernetic boy who dreams of being a Jedi discovers a dangerous truth about his creator. So we have this little droid kid named TOB1. 
and he's like dreams of being a Jedi and um you know is 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 like the son of like this Jedi uh scientist dude named Mataka and he has like a bunch of other droids and like we, we I don't I don't think they explicitly say which planet we're on, but I to me it seems like it's like Tatooine or something because there's like twin suns and like this mm-hmm. is a planet that has been like devastated by like you know it's like quite barren and they're trying to restore plants and you know they're trying to bring life back to the planet or whatever. So I I want to say it's Tatooine, but I don't know. But anyway, Mataka ends up being like a Jedi. Tob one doesn't know until he finds out, and you know he's because he's been dreaming about being a Jedi this whole time, and um, yeah, it's uh, like I said, for me, it's like the the most like wholesome of the episodes. It, it's the Pinocchio again, it's episode. Not, yeah, that's kind of what I got vibes of too. You have this 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 fake kid. Who wants to be a real boy? Basically, right? Like mm-hmm. he's a droid, but he dreams of being a Jedi. You know. So I, I, I got those Pinocchio vibes from it too. Immediately, as soon as I was watching it, you know, fucking uh, your boy Mataka's Geppetto or, or Geppeppi, as Derpa would say. You know? But, uh, <laughs> you know that that's that's literally what it is. It's like Pinocchio in space, right? Like yeah. Um, and yeah, I mean, it was you know, it was it was it was. It, it's like. I keep saying wholesome, but it is. It's adorable. It's it's you know it's cute. It's wholesome. Whatever you want to call it. It's it's it, that's what it is. Um, it gets a little dark at moments when like you know you see the Inquisitor arrive on the planet and then Mataka's like you know I'm one with the Force. The Force is with me. I droid. I leave this kid to you. Take care of him because I'm about to die. Like you know you guys are. It's up to you. I have to go and you know the Inquisitor has found us. Like you know stay in hiding. Um, so that, in that regard, yeah, it's like, it's like, damn, but, uh, we actually don't see any of that happen, so it's fine, but, um, yeah, I mean, it was, I thought this one was fine, like, you know, it's not my favorite or anything, but, you know, it's okay. Um, the art style was, was pretty neat, uh, but not my favorite, again. Uh, yeah, I mean, it was, it was, it was all right. It was okay. It was cool though seeing like uh you know the Mataka being like I'm one with the force the forces with me. I did like that callback to Rogue One. Um and yeah, the it was it was kind of weird though seeing this little droid kid with a lightsaber and like a jetpack fighting an inquisitor, you know. Yeah. Like there's 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 a time jump because like you can tell because the Inquisitor at one point when he first flies for, towards Mataka, he's he has like a Tie Reaper, but then when he arrives later when it's just to, uh, Toby as we find out is his name, uh he uses like a like a Tie Advanced, so there's stuff like that where you can tell like the progression of time, and then like obviously you have you know once Mataka's dead and 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 Tob one is or Toby is trying to you know, uh, continue the research and everything, you kind of, um, you see him like, like in a, uh, like a montage of like rebuilding the droids and, you know, looking at the research and all that kind of stuff. So, 
Yeah, I mean, it's it, it was it was okay. It was an all right episode overall, in my opinion. Certainly not like it's just funny how like stuff the episode like the twins, which I thought I was gonna like more, is like so weirder to me than something like this, you know. So much weirder, but you know, it it is what it is, man. Mm-hmm. It is what it is. Um Yeah, I don't have as much to say about this one. It was uh I enjoyed it. It was it had some cool it was, moments. Yeah, it was it was it was what it is, right? It's not like, you know, it's nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm not crazy over the I always thought Astro Boy looked weird, so like this one was always Our like was a little weird, yeah, yeah it always you know it's just not my favorite i get that it's some people love it but it's not maybe not for yeah. me as much but other than that it's a pretty good episode yeah i get you mm-hmm. yeah 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 yeah, yeah. Um, the next episode, which is one of my favorites, it's pretty good. also by Trigger. It's kind of it kind of amazes me that Trigger did both uh, the twins and the elder because I think the twins to me is such a bizarre, crazy, super extra thing, and then the Where's elders the like elders? so good. Yeah, right. And it like, just it's it's so make, it makes it just makes so much more sense, and it's just so much better in my opinion. Mm-hmm. So for them to be made by the same studio or whatever, it's kind of like, wow, dude, that, that, that's so weird. But anyway, The Elder, which originally I thought was going to, was going to be my favorite, uh, ended up being my second favorite, but it was still really, really good. Uh, I loved it. I like having uh, um, fucking David Harbour as, as Tajin. And then uh, I believe Jordan Fisher was Don or Dan. And then James Hong as the elder was pretty great too, man. Like mm-hmm. the, the, the voice for this, this episode was, was great. And like, to me, Tajin really reminded me of like Qui-Gon. He had like strong Qui-Gon vibes. Like that's who I thought of when I saw him. Like even like, for, you know, like don't even... Not even to mention the obvious connection of the long, the long hair and the green saber, you know, but just yeah. like these two characters, you know what it reminded me of? These two guys were like if Qui Gon trained Anakin. Yeah. Like if Don, if Dan is Anakin and Qui Gon is Tajin, like that's that's what this episode is, and to me. I'll be honest with you. This whole episode, I expected somebody to follow the dark side. <laughs> I don't know. I was just picking up that vibe. I'm like, this is gonna be the one. This is going to be the one where somebody falls to the dark side and we get an evil ending for an episode or a show, right? That's mm-hmm. uh, that is not this is not the episode where that happened. No. <laughs> but that's what I so that was they, the vibe they, I got. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so there's like they're traveling in space, Tajin senses the disturbance in the force. Uh they they go to the planet, they talk to the uh people and they're like, "Yo, there's there's an elder here who landed a few days ago from a different tribe, you know, these people you know, it's more uncommon for them not to know where people are than for them to know where people are or from. And then you see Dan kind of like playing with the kids with the eye thing, you know, he's like the eyes and the kids you know, are like copying him. And, you know, they, they, they playfully joke around with that. Um, 
And then Itajin is even impressed too. He's like, wow, you managed to crack these kids' you know, shell or whatever, right? They're notoriously is, shy is, in this village or something like that. Yeah, which is which is pretty cool. And um yeah, they just kind of go off and explore, and Tajin goes to check the ship, which he's like, Oh, this I I this I don't doesn't look like anything familiar to me, but like it kind of resembles spaceships of old, you know, the Sith ships of old that I've studied or whatever. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yo, what if, or Don's like, you know, what if it is a Sith? And he's like, I, I fucking hope not, you know, because that would be, <laughs> that'd be trouble. And so, you know, Dan ends up meeting the, the elder. And, uh, you know, Tajin, all the meanwhile, can sense this happening. And he's like, oh, crap, I need to get over there quick because I sense some stuff going down. So, so Dan and the elder kind of have a duel. And, I thought he fucking killed Dan because they have a quick duel and he like takes him down. And you're like, God damn, that was quick. Mm-hmm. Uh, but Tajin arrives and then, you know, they have the, what I thought was interesting is like, you know, the elder is like, so like, he's like raring for a fight. He's like, man, I wish I would have fought you when I was in my prime. Cause I would have mm-hmm. fucked you up, dude. Yeah, It yeah. would have been a, been a like- fight. It's like that dude that was a badass back in the day, but age has got yeah. to him now, and he's like, "Fuck." Yeah, he's, yeah, he's over the hill. He's he's old man. Father time got the best. But of I him. I respect him. I respect the man being like, man. If I met you back in the day, I whooped your ass. You know, he's like, oh man, you, you you're lucky as fuck. That would have fucked you up when I was younger, bro. <laughs> and then even mm-hmm. Tajin says that too. He's like, man, we're lucky we fought him right now because if he was a uh, if in his was, prime, you know, in his prime, this fight might have gone, might have gone a little differently. You know? And I was just sitting here trying to picture what that dude looked like when he was young, short, and right. had those fucking two blades. Like, god two, damn, like lightsaber, two red, two lightsaber Sith katanas or whatever. Mm-hmm. Like, damn, dude, dude probably was a badass man. Speaking of like spinoffs or episodes or whatever, it'd be cool if we got like more on the elder and we got to see like what he what he looked like as a younger, mm-hmm. as a younger lad. Mm-hmm. You know that'd be cool, and and then I just I would just love to see the, I would just love to see Tajin and 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 Dan's continuous adventure as well because I I, mm-hmm. I like those guys they're they're, they're cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I just I really like this episode. I like the art style a lot. Um, the 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 duel in the rain was really really cool. Um, the way that Tajin kills fucking the elder is badass, dude. Like. They're like fighting, and then like he takes one of his sabers, he like throws it up in the air. He's like, "Fuck your lightsaber! You only have one now, too, dude." And then like the old man kind of he kind of gets pissed off of that, and he like throws lightning at him, and he blocks it obviously. And then like Don kind of like throws his his like blue saber at the old man. He's like, "What the? F- Did you just throw that saber at me?" And then like that kind of gives a, a distraction for for Tajin to be like, "All right, turn off saber." He like turns it off, puts the hilt to his chest, and fucking ignites it on him, dude. Mm-hmm. And it's like, gotcha, bitch. And he, he fucks him up, dude. I'm like, that's so cool, dude. Yeah. Like, I've always like, I've always wondered, like, why has no one ever done that? You know, like, why hasn't anybody ever just been like, all right, I'm gonna turn it off and then put it in your chest and just ignite it, like right there, dude. Like, like I don't think. Yeah, like no one has ever. I've never seen that before. Like it's always been something that I've heard people like say they would do, or you know, like oh, it would be cool to see that, you know. But we finally got to see something like that, and I thought it was pretty well done. Um, yeah, just, you know, if the, the, way they if the elder, if the elder was in his prime, bro, he'd have never lost his other lightsaber. Right? He'd have murdered the shit out of that dude. 
before he ever got to that chance. Of course, of course. Uh, yeah, it, would be, it would be interesting to see what he was like. Yeah. But no, yeah, I really love this episode. I, I Again, I thought it was going to be my favorite one before we watched all these, but it still ended up being up there for me. Like it was, it, yeah. I, I enjoyed it a lot, quite a bit. Um, so yeah, I loved it. Um, this is one of those ones that I would, I would love to see a continuation of for sure. Um, yeah, I, I just, I really enjoyed it. I loved it. It was good, good stuff. This is also one of those ones that's like, to me, like it felt like it takes place before episode one kind of deal, you know? Yeah. It's like, man, there hasn't been many Sith in a long time or whatever. So it, it kind of, you know, if, if it were like, if it could, like this one could be canon, you know what I mean? And, and I'd be, it'd be, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I love, I love the, uh, the Elder. It was really, really good. Uh, I liked the characters and the voice acting and, and it was, yeah, it was, it was awesome. God damn it. I just got an email with the title. They fly now. Get out of here. Oh my god! From fucking sideshow collectibles. Um, they fly now. They fly now. Anyway, yeah, I enjoyed yeah, that, that one, episode. That one was uh, yeah. that one was trigger. It, again, it still amazes me that the twin they did that one and the twins. I'm like, how do you do something so like not good in my opinion with the twins, and then something so good with the elder? Uh, but anyway, we're, we're on the last two episodes. We have Lapanocho and Akakiri. So uh, Lapanocho, Gino Studio. Uh, I remember, I think I remember seeing this one in the trailer, and when I saw the bunny girl, I was like, oh, dude, they're bringing furries to Star Wars. I was like, I can't with this one. Yeah, this is one of those I thought I wasn't going to like. This one kind of had, like, the opposite, but I thought it was okay. Yeah, so I also was with you. I thought I wasn't going to like it as much, but I actually ended up enjoying it quite a bit, even though I still think the bunny character design is is very weird, but, like... The thing is, I don't know why she's a bunny. Is there any reason for her to be a bunny? Like, is there like it's I, never even mentioned? I no, I think <laughs> I just think you, you know you know uh, what I think happened was that I think I remember hearing about or, or seeing something that they were inspired to make the character a bunny because of uh, because of Jackson, you know the the green the green rabbit dude. You you mean the black the, series I got over the there? Black <laughs> series that you have, yeah. I think that guy, <laughs> that guy was the inspiration for for, for Lop. Yeah. Here it is. Here's our boy. <laughs> there he is. That guy. Because of that guy, we have the bunny bunny girl from the Yeah, episode, I guess. So. Yes. So that was the inspiration for that. So there you go. It's not the first time we've had rabbits and stuff. It's Wars, true. People. It's true. Go uh go 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 start. If you don't know anything about Jackson, look him up, man. He's he's been around since fucking the eighties, I think, dude. Like he's he's been he's from the old comics. That was recently brought back into canon, but yeah, go go look him up, man. Uh, but anyway, so that's the inspiration behind that. It's still not my favorite, but I mean, like, I get it. Whatever, it it doesn't bother me as much anymore. Yeah. Now that I now that I've seen the episode, um. But yeah, I this one, yeah, I I, I it, it's kind of cool how they set it up with the uh, with the introduction and everything too. You know, it's like uh, here's this like slave girl the slave bunny girl being put to work by the empire because the empire has come over to this planet and kind of like you know started mining it and using it for resources and whatnot um 
And, uh, yeah, they kind of like, there's uh, Ocho and her dad. Uh, and they kind of meet up with Lop and they're like, yo, you know, she's like, oh, you should join us. You know, we'll be the perfect little family or whatever. And they, you know, they, they end up taking her in. And there's a time jump. There's like a seven years later type thing. I think it's seven years. Do you remember how long it is? I think it's seven. Uh, it's it's seven. something like that. Yeah, it's something like seven. Anyway, there's there's a time jump. Uh, and yeah. Uh, they uh, they kind of show that they've been growing up along with each other over the years. And, you know, there's a... Uh, uh there's like the empire wants to continue its its grasp on the planet so much so that they kind of like send uh, like officers and 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 you know stormtroopers and whatnot and and they're like trying to recruit people and like in in the midst of all of this uh ocho gets involved and um she kind of ends up like leaving her family behind and uh joining the empire she like she she cuts her hair and like gives it to lop and like you know she kind of turns her back on her family and she's like you know for some reason wants to help the empire you know maintain order and and, and you know whatever on the planet so Lop leaves with her hair, you know, crying like, "Yo, I can't believe my my sister just did this," and kind of goes back home and like, you know, uh, it's a it's a family and 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 sister tale, which which I thought was was you know was was pretty cool. I, I again, I didn't expect to like this one as much as I did. I really liked the art style for this. There was several shots where like you see like the city, and then there's like the star destroyer over it. I'm like, that is beautiful, dude. I, I actually like took a screenshot of that because I'm like, that's fucking amazing. That looks so beautiful. So the art in this episode was really, really good. Um I really like how like later in the episode when uh Yasaburo is like, all right, well, my my biological daughter has has left us and she is uh you know with the empire so lop here's the family lightsaber here's the story of our ancestors how they got it and how it's been passed down throughout the years and now it's your turn to have it i thought that was really really cool how they did that mm -hmm. the whole like history with the saber and and their ancestors and how the jedi you know did, did all of that i thought that was really neat and then yeah i mean they they try it. They try and stop Ocho because she's, uh, you know, she's uh, uh, list, been listening to the Empire, and uh, she was like, she was very like committed to them. Because even at the yeah. end, when she was fighting, she was fighting with her pop. She's like, you know what? I'm gonna do what I can to, you know, uh, keep. You know the 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 planet. You know a certain way because you know she just she just believed in the empire's cause or whatever. Mm -hmm. And to she the point where she like, yeah. yeah, she ends up like fighting her dad and like she like 
you know, she like knocks him down to the floor and then she's like, you know what? I just lost my other, my one good eye because I can't see you anymore. And you're like, damn, dude, that's messed up. She just fucking popped her dad's eye out. Like the only mm-hmm. good eye he had. Cause she's like, oh, I didn't want this to go this way, but I will, I'm going to, but you know what? I'm going to do it anyway, even if that means I have to hurt you. And it's like, dang, that that's, that's rough, she, man. She says some mean ass shit too. She's like, we're not a family. We never were something like that. And I'm like, God damn. Yeah, right. I'm like, you fucking and, went and I, full, full drinking the Kool-Aid. I'm like, aren't you the one that wanted Loth yes. to be a part of this family? That's like the thing, right? Like, it's like, you're the one that wanted this. The dad at first was like, no, what are you doing? You can't just be saying that out in the open. And it's like, what are you, like, what are you, what are you talking about? It like, it like makes no fucking sense, dude. But she ends up damn near killing her dad, and there's a lot of lead up we don't get because the episodes aren't long, and we only get like one. So like, I could see yeah. that betrayal slowly building up over an entire season till you hit this point, but obviously they can't do that. Um, yeah, but yeah, it's uh, she fucking cold. She fucking cold blooded when the. Up. When she and shows like, up in the Imperial uniform, like, man, I'm just yeah. like, God damn, like, he went full. He went straight What I thought in. was cool is, like, once, like, when Yasuburo was in there fighting the dudes, you see him fighting, like, the, the, the K2 security droids, you know? Those are, like, the K2SO type droids. And there's dark, there's a dark trooper from, like, Mandalorian in there, too, that I noticed. So they're, like, fighting all these Imperial droids and shit, and, like, they're whooping ass. And But anyway, it, it, that stuff was really cool. And then, yeah, like, Lop brings in the lightsaber and she kind of fights, uh, you know, uh, uh, Ocho, which I think Ocho has, like, those, like, uh, Praetorian guard weapons from, like, Last Jedi that, like, you mm-hmm. know, aren't, like, vibro blades or lightsabers, but they're, like, you know, they kind of, like, light up and, you know, you can... They're, they're, like, melee weapons, but, you know. Yeah. They're lightsaber resistant. So, yeah, those things. She She, she kind of has, like, those things and Lop has like the family lightsaber, of course. And she's like, Oh, what are you doing with that? And he's like, Oh, I, I chose to give it to her because, you know, it ain't all about blood, mm-hmm. you know? And she's like, So pissed. Like, she's like, That's supposed to be mine. And I'm like, What the fuck are you doing? If that was supposed to be yours, then it would have been yours. Like, why, what are you doing with the Empire, you know? Mm-hmm. So she was very uh, contradictory with some of the things she was saying, man. I don't know. She's, she's, uh, it's the nature of evil contradicts yeah. itself. Yep, yep, yep. It's whatever so, yeah, suits thought... you at the time. Yeah, yeah. so yeah, I, I thought this was an interesting one. I uh Yeah. I ended up liking it, it more than the... I thought I would. I thought I'd same. be like, oh man, bunnies and Star Wars, which we have bunnies and Star Wars. Yeah, the same. Like... I, 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 yeah, I was like furries and Star Wars. I was like, no, please. Yeah, but it's fine. But... It was so uh, totally okay. Yeah, it, it, like... it didn't end up it didn't end up bothering me that much and it was yeah. you know, it was fine. Like it was it was really cool. Like I love the art style, like I said. I love seeing the uh you know, all the stuff go down in, in that episode. Um, so, yeah, it was. Uh, it was cool. I love I love seeing I just love seeing the Star Destroyer over the city. Like there was, there was some really cool shots with that. The scenery was very beautiful, too. And and, and yeah, it was, it was just a great art, art style. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, that one was by, like I said, Gino Studio. Um, and here we are, the final episode. Are you ready, Josh? Yeah. Talk about Akakiri. So Akakiri, this one to me was, I'm just going to say it straight up because I said it earlier. 
this to me probably one of the most disappointing episodes because yeah i it started off and i was like all right i'm on board with what they're trying to tell here the art style is neat but it kind of reminded me of like 90s anime or something you know like something that's a little older like, i think that's what rubbed me wrong on it to start off with is i just didn't like how it looks i just don't like how it yeah. looks like personal taste just yeah, it was, it was it was it was a little bit of a, of a weirder style. I mean, I, you know. Um, but yeah, it was. Uh, I like the 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 you know the little intro they set up with with the Jedi dude and like you know how he's. Uh, well, here's a synopsis: A Jedi returns to his forbidden love to help defend her kingdom from a Sith-like Shogun, which sounds cool, but then you kind of watch the episode and then like, you know. Uh, they kind of meet up with these two guys and then her and they're like on the journey and you know, that stuff is fine and all and everything. But then like you reach that towards the end of the episode and he sees the Shogun and he's there with his girl and like just the way that it ends, I'm just like, is, was that it? Like, I don't know. I was just mm -hmm. like, er, you remember earlier how you were talking about how with, I think the elder, you thought that one was going to end with like a dark side ending or whatever. Mm -hmm. I mean, this one kind of did end with a dark side yeah. ending, cause like yeah, it did. Cause like Honestly? he's like fighting off all the the enemies, and then like she, the Shogun Sith lady, sends like uh, his girl over to him. Which what, what's her name? Uh, Misa, I think is her name. Right, I think her name is no wait. Or was it Masago? It, no, Masago was, was the Shogun. It was Misa. Yeah. If okay, this episode, if this series was up to me, I actually probably would have swapped this, swapped this one in the in La Pinocho. That way, I, you could have ended strong. Instead, it feels like a little bit of a weak ending because we get like, it's not, it's unsatisfactory, right? Like what we got mm, yeah. here was just wasn't satisfying. That's that's and how that's I felt. About it. I, was like, I was like, that's it, dude. Like. He's like fighting off enemies blindingly, and then he then Misa gets sent into battle, and he like slashes her and he kills her basically. And he's like, "Oh God, I can't believe I've done this." And she's in the show, you know, Masago, the Shogun Sith lady, is like, you know, is she really dead? Like, what if we try to revive her together? And like, he kind of like, I don't, I don't know, man. Like, I could see what they were trying to do with it, but honestly, I just, I don't know. I, I it, it just. I think you said it perfectly. It was just kind of unsatisfying the way that it ended. Mm -hmm. It just wasn't like, you're just kind of like, it happens and it's over. And then like, all right, dude, dude leaves with her and that's it. Like, like, that, you know, he leaves, he leaves Misa behind. Like, like what? I don't know. I, I just, I, I was hoping for more and it just didn't. I definitely didn't wouldn't have put this. Opinion. I definitely wouldn't have put this at the end of the series. I'd have put it in the middle. I would put something else at the strong at the end to end strong, like Ocho and Lop. Like I think that was that would have been fine to end the series with. Instead, like when it's over with this episode, it's just like, oh, I'm unsatisfied. Like you know, like with those other episodes, yeah. I feel satisfied every time it ended. Like I was like I wanted more, yeah. obviously, but it was yeah, like exactly. I I'm satisfied with what I got. Um, this yeah, was like I'm with you on that. I want to, <laughs> I'm going to talk to the manager and get my money back. You know, kind of a little bit like that, you know, kind of deal, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, really? Like, that's it? Like what? Mm -hmm. No, I'm with you. I I'm with you a hundred percent on that one. hundred yeah. percent. Uh, but yeah, that's, uh, that's visions y'all. That was the last episode. 
Yeah, that's that's vision. So uh, to recap, my favorite episodes were uh, the duel, uh, the village bride, the ninth Jedi, and the elder. Not in that order, but just that's the order in which you know they 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 are yeah. in the in the show. I am also in the ninth Jedi, the duel, and uh, the elder as well. So yeah, I would I would love to see more of that kind of kind of stuff. Uh, and please great. and thank you. Those were those were great. Yeah, I want more. I want yeah, overall, I, I'm just I still am in awe of the ninth Jedi, dude. That episode is so fucking good. It is it's yeah, easily it is. the best one, easily by miles. Um, it's it's so incredible, dude. Like I. I've been trying to watch like reactions to them, but then I'm like, man, not a... when I was looking at them, I was like, not a lot of people have have gone to this one yet. Like, a lot of people have done like the first three, yeah. But I'm like, man, I'm just waiting for like the rest of them. I'm like, come on, dude. Like, I, I need to see. Like, I want to see what people think of this because Night Jedi is fucking phenomenal, dude. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, that's Star Wars Visions, everybody. Uh, let us know what. Visions. Let us know what your favorites were. What uh, what what do you like? What do you what do you want to see? Hope in the future. Do you want to see a season two? Uh, so yeah, give us uh, you know, l- l- let us know in the comments what, what what's up. What do you wanna, what do you wanna see? What do you wanna, what are your favorites? What uh, you know, all that. Like like like, like what's the dealio, man? Yeah. Any any favorite characters? Because like I love Margrave Juro. I love F from the from the village the bride the, yeah. the village bride. I like the Ronin. I like uh, Tara. I like Tajin and Dan from the Elder. Uh, like there's oh man, there's so many so many cool characters in this. And like honestly, like even though these are non-canon, I would love like some of these would fit in pretty well into canon in my opinion without any problem. But yeah. It just it just depends on you know what what and how but but anyway yeah I I I loved it I'm 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 glad that they all um you know we we've seen them all um I I would have been okay if they released them well I don't know how do what do you think do you think it would have been okay if they released them weekly instead of all at once or I don't or know do because, because like because some of these short. are weaker you think it was a good idea yeah I think they're they're short and some are weaker. Imagine you waited a whole week for that very last episode, expecting it to be great. And oh then you got, yeah, that, and then you got what you got. <laughs> yeah, actually, you know what? I'm kind of glad that they these all dropped at once because yeah, yeah, I agree. If they put the Knights Jedi at the end and did it weekly, probably yeah, I'd have been fine with it weekly. But since they put that one at the end, you know, I uh, yeah, wouldn't want yeah. It weekly. I, I, also, you brought up a good point: is that they're like real, they're like shorts instead of like episodes, really. You know. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I can I am I actually am glad that they all dropped it all at once, which is not something I normally say. I usually prefer weekly content for these mm-hmm. type of stuff, but to draw it since, out and to, enjoy it. Since more. some of these some of these were weaker and like they're not like 40 minutes long or half an hour long. You know, they were like 15 minutes long, right? For the most part. So Yeah. Yeah, I think these are good like for, for them to have dropped it all at once. Uh yeah, so all I can say to end off the episode is I want to see more. I want I want a season two. I want them to continue some of these stories. So may, maybe not so much other ones, but some of these other ones, absolutely. Uh, and yeah, I just I, I loved it. I, I 
I've thoroughly enjoyed it. I, I can't wait to see more. And uh, yeah. yeah, I just uh, um, same boat, I, same boat. Definitely, definitely very, very good in my opinion. So um, yeah, yeah. All right, I think that's gonna do it for the show, guys. We've been at this for about three hours. It's probably about time to wrap it up. That Daniel, we're gonna wrap it up. We're gonna kick it over to you for your goodbyes, sir. There you go. Alrighty. Thank you for watching, everybody. We we appreciate you guys as always. Uh, yeah, I love visions. Um, love Star Wars. Uh, be sure to join me tomorrow and maybe Wednesday. And well, I mean, join me every day for uh, for for any every every stream that I do. But um, particularly, uh, I think Tuesday and Wednesday, I'm probably gonna play some more Pathfinder. Um, so come join me for that. That'll be that'll be good. That'll be fun. Um, and then uh, yeah, I did say that I was gonna. I was gonna. Uh, well, early in the episode, I teased you guys of, of we were gonna be doing a retro rewind next week for a, a a horror movie that we haven't seen. Um, and I'll let you guys know what that is now. We're gonna be watching Donnie Darko, which neither Josh or I have seen. So it'll be Correct. first time watching Donnie Darko. If you guys want to come and uh, uh, see what we think of that, then definitely uh, uh, check us out next week. That's what we'll be talking about. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, I'm I'm excited to check that out. I've heard lots of things about that movie, but I've never seen it. Um, so I'm excited to finally uh, check it out, and then we'll discuss it next time. So um, yeah, that'll be it for me, though. I'll see you guys on the next one. Uh, like I said, hit us up for any Star Wars Vision stuff. What do, what do you guys think and, and, and all that? Um, but, uh, yeah, have a great rest of your day, everybody. We'll see you all later. Uh, peace out. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us here on Episode 90 of the Clockwork Cantina. Ten more episodes, and we will have Episode 100. Maybe we'll give something away. I don't know. Uh, come and hang out and come for to every episode and find out if we'll give stuff away sometimes. Um, uh, big thanks to everybody that's watching this live. Big thanks to everybody that watches us on YouTube, that listens to us on Spotify and Google Podcasts and all those good places you can get us. Uh, go check those out if you can't catch us live. We always try to get this uploaded as fast as possible, usually within a couple days of uh, the live showing. Um, we love and appreciate you guys. Take care of each other, get vaccinated, all that stuff. And we will see you all next week. Bye-bye.